coming up on Just Elders Podcast. The man said, God is dependable on providing everything. Damn. God is dependable on providing everything, bro. And I was just like, I've never seen you drop that shit. Huh? Yeah, you, that, that shirt? Yeah. Yeah. You say you, you remember seeing me or you never seen I me? I never seen you drop Nah, I, I mean, I, I did, I did it. I did a shirt and I gave him some of the proceeds. Damn. Yeah. Like, like he, yeah, when he dropped that on me, bro, I was like, damn, like, like, that's the realest shit you've ever wrote. God is dope. I ain't never gave nobody that. I just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey man, that's just Eldridge. <laughs> Ready? Born ready. It's Wednesday. Yes. I got the perfect song for the kids to sing. Let's go. I know y'all canceled this, man. (laughs) But this is what I'm on right now. Come on, man. Hey, hey. They wasn't supposed to make it fast. They can't cancel the feeling, man. You can't cancel the feeling. You can't cancel the feeling. We're going to do it just like this. What's up, family? It's your boy Elders. You are tuning to the Just Elders podcast, the hottest podcast to ever hit the airwaves. I am super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode I have ever recorded. I say it every time and I mean it every single time. Round of applause, round of applause. Appreciate everybody that tuned in to last week's episode. Real good reviews, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's funny we're coming into Kanye. We kind of talked about the characteristics of cancer culture, mm. but we ain't really. You yeah, know, you know, you know, we start right. having that conversation. You know, right. it's it's like, damn, am I canceling somebody because I really don't fuck with what they do, or am I canceling them because they said we got to cancel that person? Right. It's a conversation we ain't ready to have. So a lot of people not ready to hear that. Yeah. So we <laughs> we're gonna get right into it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am super excited. I'm gonna jump right into this. Um, y'all know the Just series where we just interview people who are just dope, just doing their thing. And my brother, this dude. It's been seven years. I remember when I first really moved to Atlanta. Shout out to uh, Poppy G. I was uh, staying at Poppy G house in on Edgewood, and uh, <laughs> that's that's what I miss you. What I miss you on Edgewood, and I was doing Spinify, doing Spinify at the time, promoting black businesses. And um, shout out black businesses. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the black businesses, and I think you had just opened your store. Yeah, yeah. It was probably the first and second month. Yeah, and folk, I remember the rhetoric was like, damn, like, this nigga moving kind of fast. Oh, where? Like, he, <laughs> he already got a store, like, like, yeah. he ain't really even established his brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you remember that shit. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, this brother man has been a, a good friend. Every time we see each other, it's at least an hour conversation. <laughs> um, we brainstorm. We're going to get into it today. Ladies and gentlemen, first time on the podcast, please give a round of applause to my brother, Sherrod. What's going on, man? What's up, Black Man? Thanks for having me, bro. Nah, thanks I'm for excited. having me. I'm excited. I'm excited. They in for a treat. Yeah. They, hey, yeah, look. This is my first ever podcast. Nice. I don't do podcasts. Like, if, if I can't control the content, I get anxiety. I don't want to, I don't want to do it. So why this one? Because I trust you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to prove you right, man. Yeah. Hey, look, this, 
This my first podcast coming to somebody else's house, though. Oh, you normally do it in your joint? Yeah, I don't, I don't go to nobody's shit. Oh. Because I want to control the environment. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I want to, I want to, I want to scream. I want to yell. I want to, yeah. you know, it's, I don't go to nobody else's shit. So you trust my environment? I trust it. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> Mutual respect. Hey, man, that's all it is. So <laughs> today, man, I guess I can talk about the overview of what I want to do on this. Today, uh-huh. I just want people to, everybody knows the brand. Yeah. Everybody knows God is dope. They either seen it on TV. Appreciate this shirt, by the way. Oh, of course. Uh, shout out to Cozy Collective for the dunks. <laughs> um, um, they either seen it on TV. They don't seen it on a movie. They don't seen it on their favorite celebrity or you walking around Atlanta, you see it. Yeah. But very many people didn't know who you are. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So let's talk about the beginning, man. Shirai, where you where you come from, man? Man, I'm from uh Harvey, Illinois. Yeah. I grew up um about fifteen, twenty minutes outside of Chicago. Okay. Uh yeah, man. Uh I went to school. Uh uh this is a place called Country Club Hills in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um Graduated in uh, 05, came to Atlanta right after high school. Um, no college? No college. I didn't go to college because I just felt like um, I ain't want to be in high school. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, nigga, I didn't go to college. <laughs> so, so why, why I want to go for another four years of what? Like, look, I ain't got a lot for me. It was different. It was different for me. I didn't go to college. One, I was like, man, nigga, I barely passed that test to get out this man, bitch. bro. <laughs> right on the button, eighteen, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta get like seventeen man, to leave. I got like an eighteen, like man. Look, look like, I knew what I wanted to do. I nah, I didn't know that. I wanted to play baseball, but my coach was on some. You know what I'm saying? He was on some other. Shit. Are you a baseball chief or baseball player? Who is? Keith. Oh, for sure. Oh, man, Keith. I bet it's four hundred. What, what, what position you play? I play shortstop. But, well, uh, the quarterback. I was just telling Cal about shortstop. Quarterback of the infield. Exactly. Wow. That's Come on. Right. Qu- yeah. Second base. Second base. Second base? Oh, yeah. You yeah. right. You, you right. You in the right spot. Yes, sir. This yes, is all the action going. I yes, played sir. catcher. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I pitched. Let me tell you why I couldn't get into baseball. Because I, I went to a real white school. Mm. See, playing baseball at a black school, you get, get an introduction of it. <laughs> Man, when you playing with white boys, man, them boys been doing this shit since Pop Warner, yeah. Little League. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. shit already racist as hell. T-ball. Like, they started in T-ball. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I walked out there, and I looked at them white boys with them big old yeah, with, spitting with, with, that, that shit. Yeah. I was like, man, fuck this shit. Yeah, man, really you know what? I real went to, tobacco. Right, right. Mm-hmm. The good thing about me, man, my dad, shout out to um, my father, Dwight Simpson, man. He, um, he allowed me to, you know what I'm saying, like, go to camps. Um, he allowed me to, you know, like whatever lessons I needed, he, like whatever I wanted to do regarding baseball, he was there for me. You know what I'm saying? He just instilled this mentality in me, you know, just, just don't quit Mm. and, you know, just always do the best. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he can't, you can't ask for nobody, you know what I'm saying? But the best from them. So he would just always encourage me to do my best in anything that I did. And I was, um, I, I I had, you know, older sisters and things like that, but I, I was always like really, I was the only boy. Right. So I felt like the only child in a lot of cases. So I would always just be out there practicing by myself. You know what I'm saying? Throwing the ball off the roof, watching it come down, catching pop flies, right. throwing it off the, you know, um, off the brick wall for my ground balls, right. hitting off the tee. So I spent a lot of time just getting better and better. And every year after year it showed. And, you know, my, my junior year, 
you know, I was in a slump. I was like oh for probably 15, first three, four games. And my coach, she like, man, you you at the plate, you thinking too much, you overthinking. He was like, don't worry about stepping, widen your stance, and just wait on the ball when it get that turn on it. Man, boy, I tell you, I bet at 500, I turned, you know, because I was betting ninth in the lineup. Hey. I went from betting ninth to betting third in the lineup, which is like the third is probably like Mr. Reliable. Yeah, yeah, that's you got a, first your, your lead off, right. your second, you, you know, uh, your second guy, and then your third. He going to bring it home. Exactly. So when they put me in that third position, I knew I'm like, oh, it's only popping. Damn. Yeah. So like, all right, so so you you came here, you graduated when? In 05. 05? Yeah. All right, so you said you, said you didn't know what you want to do. How you knew you wanted to come to Atlanta? Why Atlanta? Well, shout out to my cousin, Cy. You know what I'm saying? He um he reached out to me, and I was thinking about it the other day. He was instilling a lot of entrepreneur stuff in me um while I was in um high school. He would send me, like, like cards, you know what I'm saying? Like a book of cards and be like, man, just try to sell these to some of the students. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? While you at school. And he would send me some stuff. And, I, you know, it's, I've sold maybe five of them. You know what I'm saying? But the idea of him even just, you know. Uh, pushing you. Yeah, pushing me and, and, and just giving me that um that mindset. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? When I was younger, just to, like, I didn't know I could sell something. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you're coming up, you don't really know. You just know, get a job, go to work whatever right so um and i had forgot about that until like maybe a couple months ago um so shout out to him and he he hit me he like man if you want to come to atlanta that's that's open for you i got a job out here um at the time i was making 650 an hour working for i was like a little summer job i was working with my dad at thornton right. it's a high school out there and we was like building bleachers you mm. know what i'm saying hard work yeah hard work <laughs> like really building like bleachers that they play on like they, they sit on during the football games right and um so I was out there doing that, making six fifty an hour, ten hours a day. But I had never had a job. That was my first job. So when the checks was coming in, I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I got a little money. I ain't gotta ask my dad for allowance and this and that. So it was it was it just it just opened my eyes. I'm I'm glad I got that experience for those three months before I came to Atlanta. So my cousin was just like, Man, I got a um electrician partner that, you know, he just started a company and you know, he willing to give you nine dollars an hour. So I'm like nine dollars. Oh, I started my nigga, options. Nigga, I'm going six fifty versus nine dollars. I mean, I ain't no mathematician, <laughs> but I was like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? He gave me a place to stay. Um, and he, you know, he just he showed me a lot. He taught me a lot about um credit. He was a wild boy, still is, but you know, he did teach me a lot when it came to um life skills. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, so boom, you you moved to here to Atlanta, man. First of all. That's I moved to Atlanta straight out of high school. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah, straight out. Of, I mean, I'm from Monroe, Georgia. So I've been in Georgia. Okay. Um, Monroe, I, about how, how far from Georgia? I mean, from it's, Atlanta. It's Athens. So, oh, so, so Athens. From, okay. Yeah, it's about an hour, yeah. hour and a half, depending on where you coming from. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't far at all. Yeah. But I always tell people, man, I love to see when people come to Atlanta because Atlanta, one of those cities, to me, it's like a high school. Where you get your demeanor from? Because like. You you got the southern accent, but you move like a New York nigga. So my pop from Brooklyn. <laughs> all right, all right, cool. <laughs> my pop, all right. my pop from Brooklyn. Say no more. Man. You know what I'm saying? Say so, no more. I don't say, and then I'm well traveled. Okay, and we grew up. I was homeschooled. Shout out to that sand. I still got that sand you brought me from Africa too. You thought I forgot? Come on, man. You my, boy Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> my boy Andrew went to Africa. And what was that, 2017? Yeah, that was Senegal. And Senegal. 
and, and brought me back some sand. I still got it to this day at the loft. At the at the loft, you brought it to me. Yeah, that's crazy. Still got it. Hey man, see <laughs> see, well, tra- the traveling do it too. Yeah, like the more you travel, the more you realize, man, these niggas don't know what the fuck they talking about. Facts. Like literally, the more you travel, you'll come back home and be like, first of all, you'll travel and then you come back and look at our homeless people like, man, get a fucking job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not fucking homeless for real. Let me, right, let me right. show you. Like, nigga, when I went to India. Yeah. You see them folks bathing in the fucking slum? Like, slum dog millionaire was a real thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So when you travel, you got a completely different perspective of what this shit really is. So, like, right. I think my demeanor, I think that comes from my demeanor. And then I just think it comes from, like, shit, nigga, just having to figure this shit out. Yeah. Because I didn't go to college. And, nigga, when we didn't go to college, this was back when, because you graduated in 05, I graduated 08. 08 was the last class that was like, you know, college is the end all be all. Mm. So if you didn't go to college, you was considered a bum. Yeah, no, nah, my, my dad was worried, man. I still got footage from the day I left. The day I left from Atlanta, man, uh, from Chicago, I got footage and I, I could just see his face, man. He, you know, he, I think he was nervous for two reasons. One, not knowing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, what Atlanta was like for me. And two, just me being young, like 18, going to Atlanta, you know. Trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. So, but he was he was very encouraging, but I could tell, like, looking back on that tape, I could tell he was a little like, damn, that's my son. He going to Atlanta. What's been happening? Yeah, you said 05. Yeah. Like, like I know, because you 08, yeah. I'm 05 too, and 05 is when you had to go to college. Oh, yeah, you had to go like, to college. You, you weren't going to college. They was looking at you crazy. Yeah. L- like, you, you look, like you was a bum. Like, bro, I'm trying to tell you, Mark Zuckerberg hadn't stole the app yet. <laughs> right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Once Mark, 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 Mark Zuckerberg stirred that app, he stole that app. Yeah. And he said, fuck college. Yeah. That's when Steve Jobs came out. Oh, fuck college. And all these, all these billionaires, when the white man said, it's yeah. okay not to go to college. Right. That's when we start bending the curve a little bit. Yeah. College dropout. That's yeah. what really kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Niggas wasn't fucking with because this. Because you even had to, in 05, they even told you, at least go to college for a little bit, even yeah. if you didn't stay the whole time. Yeah, because they'll say even Diddy went to college, even right. Kanye went to college. Yeah, like so they say you still gotta go. And a lot of people was just going for their family. Nigga, you know what I'm saying? And, and so many. Nigga, my generation so many was this people. psychology generation. <laughs> nigga, every shawty I knew went to school for psychology. Nah, that's just, that's just shawty. <laughs> that's just shawty, period. <laughs> doing nothing in fucking psychology. Yeah, Because, like, yeah. like, what they didn't tell you is, bro, unless you're going to go get your PhD, like, bro, you ain't about to make no money in this shit. Yeah. Like, man. you about to be working the you, city you, train. No, you're not because they make everybody take psychology one-on-one. So if you majored in psychology, you really looked at you like you were crazy. Like people who majored in psychology, that was the saying, like, oh, you must be crazy as hell. Yeah. You're trying to figure yourself out. Right. Because what else are you gonna do with that degree? All right, so you came here, man. How you get up, how you how you come up, how did you find your way in Atlanta? Cause one thing I do know about you, you know everybody. Yeah. Like everybody kinda know you. Like yeah. you hit the ground hard. So Yeah. How was that? So when I came out here, I was doing electrical work, you know what I'm saying? At 18 years old, I started out as an apprentice, making $9 an hour, and it was a small company. So um, shout out to BJ, shout out to Q. Um, and it was just it was just us three every day. And this this dude was 25 years old. He had his own company. Um, and he, had, he, he employed another guy that was 23 years old. I was 18. 
and we going wiring up uh doing jobs in the Intercontinental Hotel in Buckhead. I didn't know he was 25 at the time because he carried himself mm. like he was, you know what I'm saying, like mid-30s to 40s. Right. He would never tell nobody his age. You know what I'm saying? And I just sat back and I just watched him, like, you know what I'm saying, like subconsciously, like, navigate through this corporate world. You know what I'm saying? We on Roswell Road doing stuff in uh, lawyer offices. And by, the, by, my second, by my second year, I had got my own truck. Damn. And I, he was sending me on jobs. Going to put in outlets, going to put in um, changing uh, changing out light balances and doing all type of stuff like doing out doing whole bays. So you do this shit? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wired up my store when I got it, man. Hey. So yeah, yeah. So he, <laughs> he he put me, you know, he so you know I, we did that. Um, it's fucked up, man. Cause my dad been in construction for forty years. He, he I can't do none of this shit. <laughs> Hey man, everything ain't for everybody. Hey man, I used to want to learn so bad, man. Hey, uh, I know the difference between a flathead and Philip, though. That's all you need to know. Hey, you know the basics. I can hand, I can hand you some tools. Yeah, but I can't use them. Motherfucker. <laughs> hey, if you know lefty, lefty, loosey, righty, tighty, you straight. You good. You can, you can do a little stuff around the house. So look, so you got your own truck. Yeah. When did you become a photographer, nigga? Okay, cool. So. I get my own truck, everything going good. Um, and then around 07, 08, when the economy started, you know what I'm saying, shifting. That's when, bad. you know, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we ran out that of a lot of, he ran out of a lot of work. And um, I was sitting at home a lot. And, um, you know, and I, I kind of was, I don't know if I kind of, you had to talk to him for him to tell you exactly, what, you know, how he felt. But um, I think I was kind of like, burning out because we was doing like 65 hour weeks you know mm. what i'm saying and i think my attitude towards it was kind of like dang man i'm time 19 20 years old yeah. i was just at the party you know what i'm saying in chicago at yeah. 18 going crazy now i'm in somebody attic you know what i'm saying yeah. it was just crazy you so feel like an old man yeah i felt like an old man bro i used to go home play cards like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen to music, soul child. I'm like, man, this can't be life. It gotta be look, more. Look, in Atlanta. <laughs> in Atlanta. But you know what? My cousin lived in Latonia. So when I first moved to Atlanta, I thought Latonia was Atlanta. Nigga, I used to live on Hillendale Drive, nigga. Nigga, 124, Rock Bridge. Man, quit, quit Come on, fucking man. Playing, Stop playing with me. Quit fucking. Come on, man. Like that by the Zaxby's. Hey, hey look. Yeah. Look, throw you where they put it on you, man. My yeah. country ass thought I was in the city, but. Come on, man. Like, I had to get hey. all y'all niggas. Everybody <laughs> go to Atlanta and think Latonia, Atlanta. Hey, because, that because, shit is because, funny. Because what would happen, you would meet a nigga like, yeah, I'm from Atlanta. Then the nigga give you his dress. And his dress. Latonia. Right, right. So I'm like, I guess, well, I guess because they put Latonia in that metro Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. it's right. like when they put well, social I thought Stonecrest Mall was the end all be all. Nigga, I, th- nigga, I was the mayor of fucking Stonecrest. Nigga, I thought Stonecrest was the end all be all. Stayed up in there. I would have me, a, I had me a couple of joints that. Um, it's when I first moved out there. I had a couple of joints. Um, they used to work at the Applebee's right there. Nigga, Went to Stevenson nigga, High me School. Too, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey man, I ain't gonna say no names. You know who she is. Shout yeah, out to that, her. man. Shout out to Nita Pierce, man. My, my ex, man. Fuck that, man. Shout like, out to Nisi, man. Like, Whatever. I'm lit, right? Shout, <laughs> shout out to Nisi. Shout out to Melissa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, but look, niggas don't realize how far goddamn Stonkers was, bro. Yeah. Like, matter of fact, Zaytoven used to cut hair in that bitch. In the barbershop. That barbershop that was in I think I did hear that right there. Nigga, Zay Tobin used that's how I know that nigga. 
That nigga was just a regular barber. It was bro. brand. It was brand new back then. It was like yeah, a newer yeah. mall. Stone yeah, Crest was Stone the newer Crest mall. Was that. They had they used to have that store where they used to have people in there as mannequins. Remember that? Nigga, yes, bro. It that, was just they was just was being a clothing. Old. Damn, that was that a clothing was store. I forgot about that shit. Yeah, that, man. That motherfucker used to have some fine ass shoulders in there. Yeah. So, and there was so, real people in the windows. You would walk past and they yeah, just was, be in there. They were literally just paying it was, and that was so revolutionary. Yeah, man. it was. Ain't nobody did. Nope. I ain't seen that And since. I ain't seen it. Yeah, I ain't seen that shit since. Crazy. I worked in 15 stores in Stonecrest. But dead ass shit, like, Damn. I knew, like, you know how the way I met you, how I used to be walking on Edgewood? Yeah. That's how I used to walk Stonecrest, bro. Like, and I'll meet a manager. What would happen is, if you would pay me a penny more <laughs> and give me one dollar, one hour a week more, nigga, I'm, I'm you switching. I quit. You swapping out. Nigga, Hot Topic, Finish Line, Foot Locker, Claire's, uh, Beautifly, uh, Litman Jewelers, nigga. Foot Action, uh, nigga, nigga, I'm Barnes and Noble, bro. Like, no, nah, not Barnes and Noble, but Coles. <laughs> the more you Coles, the more you know. Right, <laughs> like, right. Like, nigga, I worked there all the like. I was the mayor of Stonecrest before it was a city. Like, niggas just called me the mayor of that bitch because I would go open that one job, close it. I'd be at the mall all day, nigga. Wow, all day, every day. Like, I was at the mall and I went. I, I was at Golden Glide. Golden Glide on Friday nights was my that was my club. Nigga, I heard you a skater. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what's up. I'm, yeah, I, I seen. Well, I learned you a skater when you was in the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. When I first bought the Airbnb, I, I skated around that mind. But yeah, man, I um, yeah, Latonia, man. So boom, the economy went bad. Oh seven, oh eight, um, and you know I, I had moved out of my cousin crib at the time, and at this point I got a crib in Norcross. You know what I'm saying? So once the economy went bad, I was like, damn, man, I got to figure this out. So I went to the thrift store in Norcross, and I was just looking for inspiration. And I found this um, this Polaroid camera. This Polaroid camera that shoot the, um, you know, like the camera that you take a picture with and it come and out they come out. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm finna take this camera, go get some film, go get some frames. Then I'm going to go to... Um, the clubs and, and, the and just try to take the picture of a guy with his girl and you know what I'm saying started for 10 I had this master plan right so boom I go to the club like, I ain't about to be for real on this podcast but I used to got there and do photos of the club photos and flowers me and my bitch sister but keep going for real I don't want to be no yeah me too nigga but I got proof that's the only reason I can say it. I got, I got proof that I used to do this shit. Word? Yeah. Around nah. what time? But I used, to, I used to do like old folk clubs. Like like Taboo too? Like Ellery's. Like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Where, where them niggas actually paying for rooms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was at, I was, my first mistake I made, I was at the young nigga spot. Yeah, them niggas so, ain't paying for that shit. No, nah, they not paying for it. <laughs> and I was, like, the first day I went out there, I had, I had my suspenders on. I had my, you know what I'm saying, my sweater vest. I'm like, all right, I'm finna go out here and I'm finna, you know what I'm saying, have a nice presentation. And I this is doing this girl coming out the club. I wouldn't even in the club. Oh, you was parking I'm catching people coming out the club. Like, man, you want to take a picture? We show. And I think one dude was like, "Man, you're so lame." Man. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was it. That was that, that stint lasted that long. I'm like, all right, I gotta go back to the drawing board. Hey man, that nigga probably watching this shit, man. You the reason why God is dope is here, bro. Exactly. I really appreciate if, that, man. If you would have bought that goddamn photo, I still be in there taking Polaroid pictures to this day. <laughs> Nothing I, against that 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 job, but I still be in there. Right. So boom, I go home, and I'm like, man, I can't, I can't take no Polaroids. I'm like, I, I need to figure out a real camera. 
I didn't have no money at the time, but I had just got this secured credit card from, remember the secured cards mm-hmm. you get five, six hundred dollars on? Capital it. One fucked me up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep going. So I went to, um, I went to Wolf Camera at the time. I was like, man, I need a camera. You know what I'm saying? I, I had never shot pictures before. Right. But I always knew I wanted to either do pictures or video. So I go in there. I, had, I got the Nikon D40. They give me the Nikon D40. I take it home. My boy from the military, he had, he was, he was in, he was in, uh, I don't know where he was at, Germany, somewhere. He was stealing laptops. So he sent me a laptop that had hella porn on it. <laughs> hey, that's all, that's the only thing I remember about this man's laptop. I couldn't afford a laptop. He sent it to me. I think he sent it for free, but it had hella porn on it. So I, I went and downloaded, um, I still use this program to this day. Actually, the God is Dope logo was created in this program. Uh, Adobe Photoshop Elements. Damn. Okay. And I, um, I downloaded it to the computer and just learned how to navigate through it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, started taking pictures. I started taking pictures at the skating rink. Right. At, um, All American Skating Rink that was in, uh, Stone Mountain. Right I know better. I know better. I yeah, know better. yeah. So I went in there. I, I bought this Atlanta <coughs> backdrop, set it up in there. And I was just in there between noon and 8 p.m. Just taking pictures of the kids with their parents and stuff like that. And that's how I made money until one night. I was in there for maybe about three or four months. And then one night I was like, man, I discovered ATL pics. I'm like, what's this? What's ATL? I see all these, everybody with ATL pics on their pictures on MySpace, Facebook, and this and that. So I go to the club. I go to Lucky Lounge. That, investment that was, club. Shout out that, to, uh, that would be, fuck sweet. Yeah, nigga, fuck sweet. Lucky Lounge. Lucky Lounge. If you know, you know. If you know, you fucking know. If you know, you know. Like, okay, keep going. So I go, I go in there, and I'm at the door, right? I ain't got no money. I'm at the door. I got my camera. Camera got you in. I got my hat. You know what I'm saying? I got like, you know what I'm saying? What do you? Yeah, I got got a hat on. So at the time, you know, if you're in Atlanta, you know they're gonna charge you for every single thing. They charge you extra twenty for the hat. Oh, uh, you ain't got the right shoes on, the extra 30 for the shoes. Yep. Oh, uh, you ain't got this on, the extra this for that. So I'm like, um, my boy Pat, shout out to Pat. Um, yeah. um, he would, uh, DJ Drama and DJ, uh, DJ Don Cannon, uh, group. What's, okay. what's it called? Damn, I know, you're talking, I know you're talking about, but I know you're talking about. So he, he, he worked with them. He managed like Playboy Cardi and a lot of them. Now he do. But at the time he was working with, um, his cousin Bachi. So, we at the door, and he like, all right, bro, we ain't letting no cameras in. I ain't letting no cameras in. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know nothing about the whole nightlife scene or how it works. Right. But I'm like, damn, bro, I can't. He like, all right, I'll let you in. I'll let you in. It's going to be 20 for the camera and you, 20 for the hats you got on. Yeah, that nigga used to do stupid shit. Like, you, know like, you know what I'm saying? My broke ass threw some shit away. <laughs> you just gave it to him. Hey, like, man, I, I, I got to get in the club. <laughs> Take my hat. Take my shoelaces. Like, yeah, about this shit. Like, I used to hate that shit. I dog. see that. You know, a lot of niggas come up like that. Man, I'm telling you, dog. It was when uh, Gucci Man uh, came out of jail oh. the first time. Yeah, nigga. It first time, I, first time I ever paid. Was it prime time, bro? What this was? Essos. Essos. Ooh, I was shoot. What? Yeah, I was probably shooting that. What year was that? Nah, I'd be sucking. Probably twenty eleven. I was twenty ten, twenty eleven. I was there. Uh, all right, so, boom. Eventually, let he let me in. I paid him a dub. He was like, all right, go on here. I go in there, and I meet um, Prince from ATL Picks. Shout out to Prince. And I'm like, man, I seen your um, 
I seen your uh, pictures on the website, man. Like, you know, like I'm trying to be down. You know, let me, let me, uh, let me work with you. He like, um, like, you know, Prince. He, you know, Prince is real. Right. He a real nigga, but you know, he can come off like Hollywood sometimes. And this, you know, ATL Pics doing their thing. They got Velvet Room, yeah, they everywhere. AG Entertainment. They everywhere, even to this day. So he like, he like, all right, what you, you know, he talking fast. He, you know, he got a lot of shit to do because he got, you know, it's. I think Bobby Valentino was in there that night. It was just a lot going on. Right. So. He looking, he like, all right, what type of camera you shoot with? Let me see your pictures. I'm showing him everything. Like, you know, like this is I'm, this is job interview on the spot. So he like, he pull out his card. All right, call me tomorrow. I'm like, oh shit. So boom, I hit the nigga. I'm like, bro, what up? This is right. I make sure you looking like he like, all right. He like, go to club opera tonight. What? Club opera? It literally just gave you one. Gave me a job on the spot. Like next day. I don't even know how to shoot. That was my, I didn't even have an external flash, bro. <laughs> He just sent me the club opera. If you've been to club opera, you got your ISO high as a motherfucker. Man, I'm in there. I'm (laughs) fucking up everything, man. Ain't no ambient light. And then it's just like, you know what I'm saying? So he sent me the opera. I go to opera. I meet him back at his loft that night, you know what I'm saying, to give him the pictures. He just took my shit apart. Like, man, you ain't got this. You ain't doing this. You know what I'm saying? Your shutter speed too high. Your ISO too low. And it's like, man, you got to let the ambient light in. You got to slow the shutter speed down. Keep your keep your hands, you know what I'm saying. Still take that picture, you know what I'm saying. Like and everything he showed me, bro, changed my life. It shows in your work. It changed my life, you know what I'm saying. Just those, you know, me paying attention and, and, and listening to his advice on just understanding cameras. Mm. You know what I'm saying. It changed my life, and um, so I started working with him. And what I would do, I was on another level with it. You know what I'm saying. It wasn't that deep, but I was just thinking. You got to think big. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> think it's small. You think it's small, big. Bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like, man, I'm going to take a printer in the club. Hmm. I'm going to take a printer in the club and I'm going to sell these pictures. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't, you know, I had, I'm like, I, I didn't want to let that idea go of the Polaroids. <laughs> but I had a better quality camera. Right. And I had a, a battery operated printer. And I could just take that in there, put the memory card in there. So he would send me to these clubs in the in the hood. You know, the uppity clubs in Buckhead, they want their pictures on the internet. Right. Oh, the yeah. clubs. But country niggas? The I'm club, from the country. Exactly. Country they, niggas. They like, that ain't shit. going online, Look, man. Country man, niggas my, be printing this shit, yeah, and they be man. on their goddamn dresser, bro. I'm a country shit nigga, out, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, I'm missing so much money. So I started taking the printer in there. I'm taking the printer in there, man. I went from making $75 a night to $400 a night. Shit. So I'm like, Damn. yeah, this, 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 the, this, the, this is what I need to be doing. I'm like, I, ain't, I mean, I get in the club using ATO picks. You know what I'm saying? I take Prince pictures, but I'm going to still be printing on the side. So what ended up happening, you know, ATO picks, the whole vibe is like show the atmosphere of the party. Pretty girls, cars, crowd shots. Man, all my pictures was, you know what I'm saying, like Niggas the big mamas. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying, like the people that's buying the pictures. So I ain't like the pretty girls, they ain't buying no pictures. It's the, it's the hood niggas in the VIP that's buying the pictures. So I turn my pictures in at the end of the night. And he had knew something, he knew something was up. He like, bro, I know it was way more bad bitches in here than this. I'm like, bro, that's all they have, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? What you, need to do? you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I got a, I got like $350 in my pocket. He giving me 75 for shooting the party. I'm good. So I think eventually somehow it caught up to me and he found out. That nigga sitting a nigga in there looking at your ass. He, he found out. I can't remember how, but he like, man, look, I ain't mad at you for doing it, but you got to cut me in. So I'm like, 
respect. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. using your name to get in. <laughs> right. So I, instead of him paying me, I end up paying him to come to his clubs. You know what I'm saying? I'm making four, five, six hundred dollars a night shooting him 100, 150. I'm cool. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Eventually, you know, um, I think like some of the promoters was like, you know, they ain't want the, the, um, the printer in their club. So that slowed down. So I'm like, all right, bet. I what want year, the, what year was all that? This is 09, oh, no. 08, okay. Okay. 08, 09. Cool. Um, so I go to, um, I'm like, all right, bet. I got this idea, man. Like, let me, let me take the pictures you take and make a slideshow and put music behind it instead of like, you know what I'm saying? Give it, give it a vibe instead of just like, you know what I'm saying? Like just pictures. Right. And I was just thinking like, bro, like, look, I, I can really do these slideshows. Like I was panning and zooming with the, you know, with the cameras and making the, uh, making the pictures move to the music. I set them down. I'm like, man, this is what I want to do, bro. He's like, bro, I ain't know that. I'm like, come on, man. Like, like what else can I do? He's like, bro, go to the club, take do picture. what I told you to do. And that's it, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. It's, it's, it's a simple. I'm like, man, like, all right, so I do that for a couple more months. And I'm like, man, I'm finna start my own shit. My cousin out here, shout out to um CJ. My cousin is, is in that um in Atlanta. And we get to talking and he's like, man, fuck this nigga. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, like we could do this shit ourselves. Right. But me, you know what I'm saying, having the respect I have for Prince, I'm like, man, at least the least I can do is give him an option to you to know get what I'm in. saying, to get in or give me a give me some type of avenue within ATL picks to do what I want to do. Right. I sit him down. You know, I never forget we at um at the time the apartments was called Gateway off Northside, 370 Northside Drive. Um and we in there and I'm like, man, I want, I want to show you what I'm working on. He sh- I show him the website was terrible. I went and bought a, this is this is a web website editing software called Namo Web Editor. Yeah, that's 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 early days. That's yeah, I built tripod. like I built my website from scratch. Yeah, blank screen. This is before Canva. This is before WordPress. Square. Yeah, Square, WordPress. All, all that. I built it from a blank page, bro. And I had to learn how to publish files to the internet. Man, I remember. And we upload and down. It was, it was like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, at the time, yeah. it was sink or swim. But at the time, I was just like, I had to do it. Right. But I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I'm just like, bro, rent due. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. I got this apartment. My cousin out here. My little cousin out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to figure this out. So boom, I get, I get the domain, atlexposedmag.com. And I'm like, I sit Prince down. I'm like, yo, bro, this, you know what I'm saying? This is my website. This is what I'm finna do, man. I'm finna, I'm, I'm like, you finna turn me into your competition if you don't give me, a, you know what I'm saying? Give me a lane. And that man laughed. He laughed and he was like, all right, man, good luck. Walked out. That was Wednesday. Thursday, I was at his club taking pictures. <laughs> that Thursday, I'm in the club taking pictures. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm finna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's now it's war. Yeah. Your idols become rivals. You know what I'm saying? So boom, that lasted about five minutes. <laughs> he shut that shit down. <laughs> the, nigga, the promoter came out and was like, yo, you got to go. Because if you don't go, ATL Pick said they leaving. I'm like, ATL Pick said they going to leave? Like, yeah, we can't hide that. You got to go, bro. Damn. Blackball me. Got me the fuck up out of there, bro. Every club. And then I went to the next club. Like, all right, he ain't, I'm, I'm finna get in good with this. Nope. Prince said, you got to go, bro. All right, cool. I'm finna go to the next club. Nope, bro. Prince said, you got to ride. So I'm like, 
damn, bro. Like, I'm like, this nigga got all, he done monopolized the clubs. Relationships in this city. I tell you, this is a relationship city. Bruh. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm at I'm at the house, right? So I'm getting phone calls from like little, little, you know what I'm saying, janky promoters. You want to give me $35 to come out for five hours. Walk up town. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Russell Rand Incorporated. <laughs> so, so like... <laughs> Come on, man. We gonna go there. We gonna go there. <laughs> so, so boom. I'm taking a little ID and jobs, man, just to be like, all right, man. All right, cool. I'm. I gotta make something. You gotta pay your rent. So what I found out, he prioritized the 21 and up clubs. It was one 18 and up club that had the city on smash, and that's Club Miami. Club. Shout out, to nigga. Oh yeah, Miami Circle. Uh uh-uh. uh. On Beaufort Highway. Oh yeah, so I ain't, I ain't Club Miami. Shout out to Stainless, Marlon, Chris, everybody. Um, all, all, er, Nico Entertainment, Dax, he put me on, man. Man, that's, I, that's so much stuff I just missed. But anyway, shout yeah, out to Dax from Nico it. Entertainment. He um he gave me the opportunity to come in uh Club Miami and take pictures before I even had a website. Damn. So boom, I got the website at this time. So I go to Club Miami and I sit down with Stainless. The promoters that own the club and promoted the club. And I'm like, man, you see what ATL pitch do for AG Entertainment, bro? That's 21 and up, man. I just want to do this for y'all, man. Like, let's, let's, let's turn this to the, um, 18 and up premier site. And they sitting down, I'm pitching it to them and they listening. You know I'm, I'm like, man, I want to get y'all this banner because what it was, you made your real money off advertising. Yeah. Cause so you get the banner. You get the banner. Man, you you, get three little, little, you know what I'm saying? Internet. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. first internet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So boom, I basically created the uh, replica site of ATL Picks. I had like I, that's when I had got good at make you know my websites was looking fine. Right. Prince didn't know how to edit websites like that. He just knew how to upload pitch to Smug Mug. <laughs> Shout out to Prince, you know what I'm saying? But that was the one thing I had on. I can make my stuff look crazy, and I was young. Yeah. And I could stay up all night and turn the pictures pictures around the next day. Like we just did a podcast episode called "You Can't Be Cool After 25." Facts. Bro, you can't. Facts. Nigga, like, nigga. Facts. Bro, you still, come on. You got the energy. Bro, cool. you ain't got the energy, bro. These these young niggas winning, bro. You can't keep up. And you got to keep them around you. You can't keep up. If you want to win. Yeah, for sure. If you want to win, you got to keep them around you. For sure. All right. So. so, boom. My website looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? I got the banners up there. It's flashing. You know what I'm saying? Niggas putting. I'm flashing uh, two, three banners in that. Two fifty, three hundred dollars $300 a pop every week. You know what I'm saying? For each party and shit. Then I throw the splash page on there. So before you even get to the main page, I got some. Come on, man. Come on, come on. Build up the email come on. list. Okay, okay. I get so you. boom. I get the, um, so boom, shit popping. You know what I'm saying? They, they went with the deal. Um, we got Club Miami every week and then everybody else started coming in. Shout out to Day Day. Shout out to Dez. Rest in peace, Dez. Um, everybody at Young Kings, you know what I'm saying? Entertainment for yeah. giving me the opportunity to work with them. So I'm working with Stainless. Now I'm working with the you know the other number one. Did you uh, have prime time though? All right, we we did a couple joints in prime time. Prime time was so hood, bro. They ain't, they they was printing pictures. They went on the internet. Nigga, but prime time was the best I, under twenty one. I did a Gucci Man party at prime time. Nigga, it was nigga, prime, 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 time. prime time was slept on heavy, nigga. especially like. If you was in the city. If you was in, see, I was still on that Lithonia yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So if you was on that Prime Decatur shit, was, nigga. Prime, man, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, dog, the best club experience I ever had was that fucking Prime time, nigga. Man, for sure. Hold on, this is Rado. Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, yeah, I'm taking that. Too. I'm taking that shit. <laughs> like that shit. Like, I got three of them. You got that. three. Yeah, Go I'm ahead, saying. man. Hey, I'm, but I'm gonna use it on my woman. <laughs> <laughs> you a you my spouse or a mouse? <laughs> you speak or you squeak? <laughs> you want the cheese? You want the meat? <laughs> like, I'm gonna use this shit for my goddamn woman. Man, you oh, a man. fool, nigga. Y'all gotta chill, man. This is a, this is a friendly, this is a, this is a family friendly podcast, exactly. man. Wholesome. Wholesome podcast. Wholesome podcast. All right, man. We back on. We back on. So, man, let's get to it. I, cause I want the people to lay the, I want to lay the foundation. And I know we ain't gonna get all of it. It's right, a lot of shit right, you said you missed, right. but I think niggas think you just, I think niggas think you just came out of nowhere. You nah, know, your, your uncle gave you a million dollars. Yeah, and you started a, a t-shirt. Brand. Yeah, so I'm accelerated, right? So boom, where was I? Boom, Prince taking pictures. Boom, clubs going crazy. Next thing I know, I get booked to shoot two chains album release party at Club Esso. Shout out Esso, so like, favorite club. Shout out to Day Day. Yeah, so shout out to A Watson all of them. Day Day, you know what I'm saying? He booked me. He like, man, I got an opportunity for you. This one, two chains, duffel bag boys. So nah, titty nah, boy. This, this, nah, this, this, he was, nah, this, this way out the duffel bag. This riding around getting it. Okay. True okay. religion, two okay, chains. Okay, okay. So this is, this is like. Yeah, he up there. This is like titty boy when he was transitioning the two chains. T- titty two necklace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Jordan Tower was shooting all this video. Right, yeah. right, right. So boom. They, they hired me to, you know, shoot the, shoot the thing. I'm like, man, this nigga going crazy. So if I shoot this the right way, this might be a big opportunity for me to, you know what I'm saying? At least get in the room with him and say something like, man, let me shoot a video. Let me shoot a vlog, something. Right, right. Boom. I shoot the video. I put my foot in it. Little yeah. did I know this nigga finna go on tour the next week. So I shoot the video, send it in. They going crazy. They like, yo, who this? How he? You know what I'm saying? So he like, man, they want to meet with you. I go to the office. You know what I'm saying? Mind you. I'm already, you know, successful in my own right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I got to, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, making, you know. Build it up. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm running up some, a few dollars. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going yeah. crazy. But, um, so I go in there and they like, man, shout out to Charlie. You know, uh, CEO Charlie, tech. I don't know him, but I know him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't so, know him, but yeah. Yeah. So Charlie, now he a Nike athlete and just really just changing the world with everything he's doing on Instagram. Um, so I go in there and I'm like, man, they like, we want to take you on tour. I'm like, all right, bet. This, this is my number. They like, we can't afford to pay you that. I'm like, what you mean? I'm like, that's my number. Like, bro, you know what I do in the, in, in Atlanta? Like a night? Yeah. We got like 16 events a week. Right. $200 a pop, 250 a pop. And I got $1,000 a week worth of ads on my site, man. You can't like, you can't chump me off like that. They're like, man, we got $750 nigga, a week. What you going to do? I had to, I had to make it. a sacrifice. And this was, this was one of the defining moments in my life where I had to sacrifice, you know what I'm saying? Everything I had going on in Atlanta. I had employees, so it was, it was still going to eat, yeah. but it wasn't going to be. It know, wasn't going to run like you can run. Exactly. So I'm like, all right, bet. I'll take that. Give me 800. They take me on the road. I kill it. You know what I'm saying? We come back. Now, in my mind, I got leverage because I just killed it at y'all price. Right. Boom. They like, all right. We about to go uh, for the second leg of the tour uh, in Europe. We leave uh, in three days. I ain't going. We need to have another meeting. I can't go for no 800. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't go for no 750 a week. <laughs> All right, nigga, fuck you. We're going to find somebody else. Nigga, I'm, 
I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I mean, I mean, come on. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? But I, you know, I ain't saying I, I, I ain't saying like that. Wait, wait, wait. What you, what you heard? You heard what? Uh, I went, I went in. So they like, man, yeah. So I'm like, damn. So I had to stand on it. Yeah, so I go home. Impressed. Shout out to my hey, nigga Chef. You could have been like, you could have been like Atlanta, bro. You could have been in goddamn Europe, man. Yeah, yeah. Paperboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so look, I go home to Shane Chef, Chef Alain. He hit me. He like, bro, since you ain't doing shit, nigga, you ain't got no job. You might as well shoot me, me a little trailer for my food uh, network. I'm like, all right, man, come on. Let's shoot this trailer, man. So boom. I shoot the trailer with him in about two days. We put together a whole little pilot, a little three-minute pilot. He posted shit on Instagram. Shit was crazy. Nigga, they called back like, nigga, you want to have a meeting? I'm like, yeah, nigga, I want to have a meeting. <laughs> nigga, you see what I just did for sure. Come on. So, boom. I said, I'm in the office. I'm with Tech. I sit down with Tech. I'm like, Tech, listen. I respect everything y'all do. I did three months at y'all number. All I'm asking for is $1,500 a week. Do three months at my number. It ain't going to kill y'all. And if after those three months, we go back to the drawing board. If it don't work for y'all, I respect it. But at least give me three months to show y'all that I'm worth what I'm asking for. What I'm asking for. Right. I respect Tech to this day. He gave me that opportunity. And I never looked back. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fuck in. Huh? I went in. I went in. I, I, we, 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 I created so much, you know what I'm saying, vlog content that people still use to this day. Like, if you go back and look at 2 Chainz vlogs, the early vlogs, he, he got one called 24 Hours to Live. Oh, that's you. Yeah, cause this 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 put one, that in the show link. Put that in the show. Find yeah, for the show link. Cause this one we went to um, this you know he he almost they were shooting at him in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then he came out with a vlog called 24 Hours to Live, where he was. I was like, man, let's just take your thoughts and put them behind slow motion videos with an eerie sound behind it. And they was like, what what that mean? You know what I'm saying? And we shot that shit, nigga. Change the change the vlog game forever because everybody else was just doing regular vlogs. Okay, we here, we there. Right. And I'm like, man, we just finna shoot cinematic videos, slow motion, and we just finna put everything that you're thinking of for that week in these videos. Killing that shit. He shot that shit. It was so cinematic, so crazy. And they was like, man, fifteen hundred well spent. Boom. So you know, Damn. and 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 that time, go ahead. Nah, so like, I didn't know you knew two chain like that. I just thought a nigga found you from. From your venue, I just from what? That, I oh, thought, you didn't know I was working with Chains nah, before this. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah. Oh no, nah, yeah, yeah. Me and Chains got history, man. Yeah. We got history. I ain't know. I just thought, shit, cool venue. Take <laughs> it through the party here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Nah, nah, that's that's two chains. It's another person that changed my life. You know what I'm saying? I right, took me around the world. Fast forward, God is dope. Because mm-hmm. you know to go from it sound like you're getting bread. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You making you making change. Yeah. What happened? So. World started hitting me. Hmm. They saw everything I was doing for Two Chains, and they called me and they like, "Yo, we want you to shoot some BTS for uh, World Star Hip Hop." And this World Star Hip Hop, yeah, this is when they were World Star was World Star. Yeah, this like, World Star. They ain't World Star no more, but they World Star. I mean, rest in peace to Q. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and like. Q was world star, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, and it's Q, one of those. It's, things. it's hard where you you know they they still doing their thing, but. I, I don't know if they ever get back to where they were. Shout out to Jay from Worldstar. So, boom, they hit me. they like, we want you to shoot some BTS. At the time, my cousin is rapping. And he's trying to break through in the music industry. So, yeah. I'm like, all right, how can I leverage this? 
I'm on the road with two chains like every day. Right. You know what I'm saying? This nigga paying me twenty five hundred dollars a week and he think you supposed to be there, like you know what I'm saying? Like right. nigga, I pay you, I want you here, you need to be here. I can't be in New York shooting some shit for World Star. Two chains call me like I'm at the crib, pull up in thirty minutes. Yeah. I'm in New York. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, how can I make this work? So I um I reached back out to them. I said, Man, look, I'll shoot anything for World Star for free. If y'all put my artists on y'all page without no user submitted tag or no unsigned hype tag, because I know what the user submitted and unsigned hype mean. Yeah, you paid yeah, to be mean, on you it. paid it. You paid it. Paid I want it. him to look like he's already on. He that guy. He that guy. He. I want him to look like he came from nowhere. So Q. So so you know somehow I got to Q. At first I was talking to the man to the assistant right or the general manager right. Somehow I I started talking to Q, and I I never thought in a million years I'd be actually talking to Q from Worldstar. So somehow I'm talking to Q. So Q like you know what I'll be in Atlanta in a week. Let's meet, nigga. You you in the you in the room? You in the room? What? You in the room? Cause Q was at Q. You know, again, rest in peace. But Q, rest in peace for Q. Man. He was a, a guy, bro. Like that, bro. He was a guy. So boom. Q come out here. It's me, my cousin, Q, Q security. Nobody else. And I'm just, and you know what I'm saying? Q like, man, take me to some spots. We go to a few spots and shit. Then we go go to dinner. So I'm sitting down, I'm talking to him. Um, but let me take you back. So my cousin, I come off tour with two chains. I built a studio in my house for him to rap, right? Yeah. So I'm on tour with two chains. I think it was like a little 30-day tour. And I come home, I off tour, and he sit me down in the room. I'm finna give you something. I ain't really never really gave nobody. And we sitting down in the room. He like, man, while you was gone, bro, I've been thinking. You know what I'm saying? I've been talking to God a lot. You know what I'm saying? And he uh he told me he wanted me to change my rap name. I'm like, cool. I wasn't really rocking with CJ the mogul anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, what you got for me? He said, nah, nah, for real. He said, I want to change my name to God. And I paused and I was like, I ain't probably hear him right. Like, you you want to change your name to who? Now, this was before Hotel uh, Culture. Yeah. This was before all of that. <laughs> like, like, you can't call yourself God back then. Right, right, <laughs> right. This 20, yeah, 2014. Right. So he like, yeah, I want 2013, 2014, right? I want to call myself God. I'm like, bro, you sure you want like how you? What you mean, God, bro? You don't even rap that good. You call yourself God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like it's God, it's whole, yeah, yeah, and it's God, right, <laughs> right. So he, I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? If that's what you want to do, me being yo, I wouldn't even call myself his manager. I was just creative director, cousin, whatever. Right. It's my job to figure out how to make it work. I go to my room right next door, lay on the bed. I'm on my computer. I'm like, all right, cool. He want to change his name to God. How do we make this make sense? So I'm looking up websites. And in my mind, the website got to coincide with the Instagram handle. So I'm like, all right, boom. I'm looking up domain names. Listen to God.com. Boom. All right, cool. Got that one. Um, I'm a domain God. hoarder. So yeah, 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 yeah. You I, get lo- it. I love this process. Yeah, you get I it. I love this process. Yeah, yeah. That's how I know it's a real business. Right, right, the domain right. match with the uh, actual handles? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're you good. You in business. We're good. So, boom, I go in there. I'm typing. So, boom, I got like three or four other domain names. And I'm like, what's the first thing people going to say when this man say my name, God? You ain't God. So, boom, you ain't God.com. 
Got it. Perfect. Because what we finna do, we finna beat y'all to the punch. Nigga, you ain't. So basically, we letting you know. We know we, I ain't God. What? Right. But you listening. I got your attention some type of way. Right? Right. So boom, I get to youaingod.com. And then I'm like, what's the opposite of that? What's the opposite of you ain't God? Nah, that nigga, God dope. God is dope. I ain't never gave nobody that. I just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So your cousin, just, like, if, if God is dope as Kanye, your cousin like Benny. If God Benny is dope. Se- like Benny Siegel, he gave him, he gave him Kanye the name. I came up with the name. Oh, well, it's true. So, like, he inspired it yeah. based off of him wanting to change his name to God. You know what I'm saying? He just mm-hmm. said, I want to change my name to God. I went in the room and I said, all right, how are we going to make this make sense? Boom. So I'm like, all right, bet. Um, I'm going to keep that in the tub. I go, um, I go back to World Star Hip Hop. I'm shooting videos. These niggas send me to Vegas to shoot the, uh, Danny Garcia fight. Floyd, Floyd was fighting Canelo Alvarez. So I'm boom. I'm right there ringside shooting the video. Boom. I sent the video in the World Star. I tell my cousin, like, yo, I just sent World Star the video. That mean they owe us one. What's up? So he's sending me songs. No, that ain't it. Send me another song. Nope, that ain't it. Go back in. He sent me this one song. He go crazy on the joint, right? So I'm like, all right, we finna shoot that video. Boom, I go downstairs. You know, I set up the little backdrop. Boom, we shoot the video. We ain't have no money. We just making it work. <laughs> I shoot the video. Boom. I ain't know how to export videos to their full capacity. I'm exporting in 480, it's bro. 480. <laughs> no, no. I'm exporting in 1080, but I'm importing in 480. I mean, I'm I'm exporting in HD, but I'm importing in 480. Mm-hmm. So ain't no way, no matter what I export in, shit it's still gonna be 480. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. Camera so, talk, camera talk. Yeah, niggas love it. So, boom, I send it to World Star. They do exactly what we thought it was gonna do. Go crazy. Everybody calling. I thought I'm, we made it, nigga. Lafife management calling. Chief Key people calling. Um, who else? Uh. Um, nigga, Khaled calling. Khaled called this. Khaled called me like, "Yo, can I speak to God?" <laughs> God did exactly. And Khaled <laughs> get on the phone. Same Khaled today, gassing us up. You know what I'm saying? Khaled, Khaled, yo, I've been in the studio with him. I've been in the studio with Jay. I've been in the studio with Nas. I know what it's like to be in the studio with a God. And we on. We just like, yo. But at the time, we was kind of feeling ourselves. Cali wanted to fly us to Miami, but we was getting offers from all over the place, and we were still working on, like, his debut, like, mixtape. So we tell Cali, now you got to wait. Damn. Nah, we ain't coming to Miami. You come to Atlanta. (laughs) Hey, look. Yeah, just. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Hey, listen. You you lit. I'm lit, right? I'm lit, right? I'm lit, right? So I tell Cali, I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get back to you on that. It was a mutual agreement. Like, so that you know nigga talking to you, he talking about you on the album when he said they didn't believe in us. That was me, Cali. You're right. <laughs> he, he was talking about you. Shame ass. on us. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just believed in ourselves because in my, like, this was 30 days into the three month process. Right. So it's like, you're not going to give us what we want after seeing 30 days of what we finna do. You know what I'm saying? So your cut is still rapping? Let me get to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get to it. All right. Well, so, boom. Um, we go. You know what I'm saying? We drop the album. Crazy. Crazy. It's 
the name of the album is called The Bible. That's a good name. And like to this day, people still like, bro, like that's the best body of work I ever heard from a Chicago artist, blah, 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 right? So boom, we put that out, it go crazy. We still people still calling, but it's not um it's not re- it's, nobody's really offering no money. Mm, you know okay. what I'm saying? He he wanted a deal that was gonna change his life. Two chains wanted to sign, um, but he wanted a deal that was gonna change his life. And you know, it was it wasn't no deals on the table. So I was like, man, let's just keep grinding. Um, so I go to I I, I meet up. You remember, you remember Spiff TV? They used to shoot all the Ross shit. Spiff 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 TV. Know. He used to direct all the Ross videos when Ross was like, you know, Ross is big on the vlogs. He started the whole wave yeah, of like Maybach music. So boom, I meet up with Spiff. I. I I run into Spiff on tour with Two Chains, and I'm like, "Yo, I, I think I might have Ross next artist." I'm like, "What?" And I know, you know, like you always want to be that one to introduce the next big thing to right, the boss, right, right, right. So I'm like, "Man, look, man, his name God, bro. Like God, send me his." Ooh. I send it to him. Um, I guess Spiff told Meek Mill, and I don't know. It, don't, it never got to Ross. It got to Meek. Meek told Meek the one that told Khaled. Because when we on the phone with Khaled, like, man, how you found out about it? He's like, I ain't going to lie. Meek Mill told me about you. We ain't even know all these. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's, it's getting passed around. It's getting passed around. Yeah, it's in rotation. So we like, all right. So, like, Meek ain't never reached out to us and said nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, how like, how do we, like, imagine how many other people know about us. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, um, long story short, you know, um, we never, you know, signed a deal with anybody um, together. Um, one thing led to another. JD had him in the studio. A um, couple other artists, you know what I'm saying, wanted him. And then he hit me one day and he like, yeah, I'm finna fly out to L.A. and take this meeting. Such and such want to sign me. I'm like, cool, um, you know, think it'd be a good idea if I went with you. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like we've, we, you know, we've been we, doing this together. We've been doing this together, right? Hey, what's up, cuz? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? He's they like, only no, got no, one no. ticket? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 no. I got it, cuz. I got it. I got it. We gonna, you know what I'm saying? We, we. So, boom. He go to L.A. He come back. Sign the deal. And at that moment, I knew it was, it was a wrap for me. You know what I'm saying? When it came to anything involving him. You know what I'm saying? I just, he ain't really like, just the way he was moving, like taking like the big meetings by himself and going here by himself and doing this by himself. When, you know what I'm saying? It was clearly a 50-50 mm-hmm. from a creative direction. I'm mm-hmm. I'm vetoing all the music that he's sending that's whack. But let's say if he put out 20 songs, he went 20 for 20 based off me being the filter. Right, right, right. If it was up to him, if you artist, you like all your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he probably would have been fifty fifty. Some shit would have hit, some shit would have missed. And you putting him, you don't give him the exposure. You exactly. Don't him, you don't give him the play. Exactly. So cool. He leave. Who he, he signed got, with? He signed a publishing deal with um with Juicy J. Mm. Okay. And they was like, "You gonna make you an artist?" What you think, bro? What you think brought that separation? Because like I'm a um. You know, there's a whole bunch of narratives. Can't do business with family. And, mm-hmm. No, I don't necessarily subscribe to them, but I don't. I don't have what, some family horror story. What I think, honestly, was the fact that the perception was he was the man. 
You know what I'm saying? He was the man. He was making all the decisions. He was shooting his own videos, hiring the videographers. But it was, you know what I'm saying? It was really a group team effort. He was writing the songs, coming up with the lyrics, and you know what I'm saying? To a certain extent, picking the beats and all that. But everything else from the Instagram layout, you know, like, I mean, the Instagram format. His brand was white. The brand was me. Everything that people saw was me. Was you. Creative direction was all me. And, you know, we made it look scary. It was real mystique. It, it, like, he, it, everybody thought we was in Chicago. Nigga, we was in Atlanta shooting these videos. Everybody was like, yo, this, this nigga, the new, he, 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 he right behind Chief Keith. Like, everybody was scared of this nigga because they had never seen nothing like it. Right. And I was like, yeah, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we finna change the game. Right, right. And um, so what happened was, I think he just wanted to look like the man. But you can't look like the man when I'm like the conversation is different when I'm in the room. So I think it was ego. Mm, okay. I think it was pride and ego where it's just like, no, nah, I can't. I don't. I don't want nobody to I fuck don't it want up no, every time, huh? It fuck it up every time. Yeah, he's like, I don't want nobody to know that I'm I got the mastermind of all of this. Exactly. I think that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, damn, bro. Like, I never made a dime off you. I never asked you for a dime. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, he he had been through so much stuff in life. You know what I'm saying? I was just trying to help him for my family's sake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't want to die. I just knew, bro, if you put me in a room with Juicy J and this person and that person, you put me in, the, in them L.A. studios and rooms, I'm going to find a way. Right, right. I just need to be in the room. Right. I, I never got a chance to get in the room, bro. And that's what hurt me the most. I was just like. Bro, I ain't want to dime. He, you know, he made it. He, you know, we we ended up talking about it after like four or five years. He was like, man, I just wanted all that money, bro. That was my first time coming into some money. I'm like, bro, I never asked you for a dime, bro. I put up everything. I How much you get? I think it was like forty. Forty. Yeah. You know. you know life changing back then. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? 40, yeah. Forty. Forty changed your life back then, yeah. perspectively. Yeah. And then he was still making money. You know what I'm saying? When he was doing yeah. whatever he was doing, but y'all, nah, y'all ain't being too nice about that. Forty. To, to to not fuck with your cuz for forty, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, come no, on, no, no, I'm, I'm not. That like, hey, if, no, forty, man, hell no, yeah. no, I'm not, not forty, bro, and it was hundred maybe, bro. right? But it 40? was it was it was people that was like when, when he was transitioning, people would ask me when he was getting bigger, like, man, you got you got him under contract, you got what's what's the paperwork like? I'm like, man, that's my cousin, bro. He'll never do that, ever. That's my cousin. Like, like we grew up together, slept in the same bed coming up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't worried. That's the last thing I'm worried about. We weren't even raised like that. And I'll be damned. That's what I'm saying for 40. Not, not my <laughs> cuz that was like my brother for 40. So, I'm not, I'm not, so, so you I'm not doing that for 40. Y'all at the family reunion looking at each other here about grandma like, boy, I'm so proud of you. Right, 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 <laughs> right. You just look at that, ain't that meme or uh, thing when nah, I see my cousin this on site. But you know what, bro? It was never no, it was never no bad blood. You know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, it was never no bad blood. He, even though he did that, you know what I'm saying? I I still rooted for him. I still shot videos for him when I could. Yeah. It was, you know what I'm saying? I was just, because it was never about the money. Right. I just just put, I just wanted to be in the room. And the one thing that hurt me the most, bro, we got on the first time me meeting Juicy. He, he did a show. He get on, we get on, we get on Juicy tour bus. He introducing everybody. He's like, yeah, this is my cameraman, Sherrod. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's, that's just as bad as when Kanye kept fucking up Cootie name. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh. And I was Damn. like, I was like. That's hurt. 
Oh, that hurt. Damn, bro, yeah. cameraman. You know what I'm saying? And I, I you know, and I was that's like, it. All right, bet. So all I had was the domain name, godisdope.com. And I'm, I'm married at the time. And, you know, shout out to uh, my ex-wife, Rashonda. I asked her, I'm like, man, you know, because she a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And she was getting uh, loans. She, they'd give her, her money all up front, but she would have to use that money for like six months. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To pay her bills because she couldn't work while she was going to um, medical school. Medical school. So I'm like, yo, I got about, I shot this show called Questions for World Star Hip Hop, the biggest original content World Star Hip Hop show ever. If you like put that in the link, questions. like Questions from World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> okay. Like I, I, yeah, we created the whole street stuff where people going out yeah. asking people stuff. Y'all we, it we did that. That's, that's another, like, I'm proud of that. 13 minus 50 got down 47. Yeah, like if you if you know you know like, exactly. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So boom, I had like I had that money from Worldstar. They I had did a show and they um they gave me a lump like half of it, and then they gave me the other half after we completed the show. So the money that they gave me after we completed the show, I was I hit my ex wife and I'm like, yo, this all I got. I know you just, they just sent you that little long money for the, you know what I'm saying, for your six months. But if this don't work, I might need to holler at you about that. I got to flip. I'm, you know what I'm saying? So she gave me the confidence to say, all right, let's do it. She was like, all right, I got you. You know what I'm saying? She That's was like, up. I got you. Like, if you, if, if you need anything, you know what I'm saying, regarding that, I got you. I was, I was, I was just talking to Q. <laughs> I don't know if I was talking to you or my boy Travis about how many times have you convinced the shot to let you flip them taxes <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't work. I mean, you know, you know, I'm three for three over here, so I done, I didn't try it at least twice. You know what I'm saying? This last time worked though, man. Hey, the first two times. You only gotta be right once. The <laughs> <laughs> first two hey, times, like nigga, don't ask for these taxes no more. Hey, you only gotta be right once, man. I'm gonna flip this shit. <laughs> right. I got you. I got us. It's the plan. Yeah, yeah. Man, bro. So I right, it's a move. Your life gave you the plan. So boom. Huh? Your wife gave you the plan. She gave you the confidence. She gave me the confidence because if I lost that, she was like, nah, I can, I can, you know what I'm saying? I can send you a little something to get us through until you figure it out. Right. Um, so I put up my uh oh, so boom. I go to one of my rich friends. I ain't gonna say no name. Okay. I go to one of my rich friends, right? Shout I'm out like, to rich friends. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you mine, by the way. <laughs> so let you know that. <laughs> I ain't never came to you. Yeah. <laughs> you just know you mind. So look, I go to him and I'm like, because at that at that time, I'm like, man, I got all these millionaire friends. I got Q. I got this person. I got that person. I'm I'm working for him. I need to work with him. I need to switch my mindset. Like, how can I instead of work for for these people? How can I like? Don't give me no money. Let's build this together. You know what I'm saying? If right. I got the plan, I'm gonna put the sweat equity in. You know what I'm saying? You got the influence. It ain't no real too much paper being put up, but just trust in my vision. And if it don't work, it don't work. If it do, you know what I'm saying? Tell the story. Right. So I go and I'm like, man, I got this uh brand. God is dope. And, you know, um I want to partner with you 50-50. And they looked at the shirts. You know what I'm saying? I had bought a hundred shirts. The the print was terrible. The, we didn't have our tags. It was a gilding tag. 
He like, man, I'm too big of a, I'm too big of a, you know what I'm saying, public figure to be walking around with the uh, no tags and the shirts and the, and, the, and the print looking all bad. If we going to do this, first of all, we got to clean up this shirt. We got to get a better quality shirt, better quality print, and we got to put the tag in it. And when I press the button, it's going to go crazy. So we need at least 5,000 shirts. So I'm like, let's fucking go. You right. You, right. you know what I'm saying? Five seconds. Five thousand. So I'm like, so I call my ex-wife. I'm like, yo, I'm going to put up everything for this. You know what I'm saying? I had like $12,500, right, from this World Star Hip Hop show. The total price for 5,000 shirts, it was roughly 5000 a pop. I mean, $5 a pop, 25000 So coincidentally, 12500 is half of, you know what I'm saying, to get the ball rolling. Right, right. So he like, you put up yours. I'm going to put up mine, you know, call me when you, you know, now nah, nah, he's like, I'm going to put up mine. I'm going to send you something tomorrow, whatever. Right. So I put up my money. Shout out to easy. Easy gave me the plug. He worked at RSVP in Chicago. He's like, yeah, I'm going to give you the plug for the good quality. They, they do all the RSVP shirts, all of the Virgil shirts at the time. You right. know what I'm saying? For uh, Pyrex. So I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? So I boom, hit them. I send them the 12,500. I'm broke, broke. I bet I, I bet it all but on you black. Bet, you bet it all on black. I bet it all on black. So boom, I send the money. A week go by. I don't hear from my man. Shit, you know what I'm saying? I got twelve thousand in a hole. They they making the shirts. Boom, two weeks go by. Still don't hear from them. Print factory called me. All right, shirts ready. We just need the second half of deposit and shipping info. I'm broke. I just spent all my. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank God, the show I was doing for World Star Hip Hop, I was using my American Express. When you use your American Express, they don't necessarily give you a preset limit. They let you spend based off how you spend. Yeah, so if you spend three thousand dollars a month, nigga, you can't get no charge approved for ten bands a month. You know what I'm saying? So at the time, I was spending roughly ten, eight to ten bands a month on flights and hotels doing this World Star show. Right. So. They call me. I'm like, bro, I got, I got an Amex. We can try it. <laughs> he said, try. <laughs> we can try it. Hey, bro, I I read that man the oh. numbers. I read him the uh, the expiration date. I read him the four digit code on the front, and I read him the shit the uh, billing address and closed my eyes. And put my head down. This is the longest 10 seconds of my life. He's like, all right, everything's clear. We're sending a shirt. Shirt's on the way. Bruh. Inserts the picture of you and your mans. Come on, Tony. You and Tony. In the bluff. In the bluff. 5,000 t-shirts. Like this. Like this. We bro, like I can't. That's gonna make be the cover. Up. Send me that picture. I can't. I, got the cover. <laughs> I cannot make this up. We praying for like, bro. How are we gonna do this? I remember that picture too. Word, word. Yes, at least, at least in here. All right, bet. I was gonna tell her to bring the book out, but look. So we praying, bro. So they call me when they bringing the shirts. They like, all right, where's the doc? I'm like, ain't no doc, nigga. He's going to my living room. Ain't no doc. He's like, bro. I got a uh a eighteen wheeler. I can't come to no residential community and drop off no shirts. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna tip you. Make that turn. 
Nah, man, if you know, if you seen snow on the bluff, you know where the bluff is. This little street, small as fuck. So I'm in the heart of the bluff. Curtis we, looking at your Curtis, ass. Exactly. That's my point. <laughs> Curtis Homeboys is like right out there like, oh, where? 80 boxes? 80, 80 boxes going up in there? What's up? What's that? I would have had to open them shits ASAP. Man. <laughs> they search right, for right. God. It's said God on here. Man, bro. So, boom. We, they get there. We bring the shirts in. Put the shirts on. Bring, we, we bring the shirts in the house. And I'm like, bro. I got too much pride to hit dude that was supposed to partner with me. I got to figure this out. Oh, yeah, you don't, and you don't fucked up. What? No, I'm talking about, oh, dude, that ain't, who don't, you ain't picking up my phone calls. Like, now, I got to show you. I, you on my show me list. Well, I ain't even call him. Oh, you know what? He, he was, he's such a big figure. He probably, it probably slipped his mind. I ain't going to lie. But it was just, my pride wouldn't let me. I don't think it was, I think it was just miscommunication. Right, you know what I'm saying? Missed opportunity, miscommunication. Have you seen the brand? Like, what do you think about the brand now? <laughs> we gonna get to that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, boom, I'm in the house, nigga, ass tight, nervous, don't know what. Like, I got five thousand shirts. What what what? what uh, Eddie Murphy said, <laughs> "Life truck full of booze." <laughs> so I got five thousand shirts. No plan. I'm in the house sick, just like, damn, I didn't told my uh, my wife, we about to make it happen, and this and that. Now, I just dropped the ball. So, boom, my cousin come. I ain't seen my cousin in two years. He been out here in school uh, for the past three years. Right. He like, yo, what up? He pull up to the house. I'm like, what up? He like, um, no, I was just coming back checking on you, cuz, what up? Instantly, this nigga go to Georgia State. He brought his homie that go to Clark. He brought his other homie that go to another college. So I'm like, y'all want to make some money? <laughs> this shit a movie, bro. <laughs> this shit a movie. I really got that movie. Bro. Hey, let's shoot this movie. Can't wait. i shoot the movie. Can't wait. <laughs> so look. They like, yeah, why not? What's up? What you got? I'm like, look. I got 5,000 shirts. All I'm trying to do is make my money back. I'm going to give y'all 50 shirts a piece. I want y'all to download the Square app. I'm going to give y'all the Square card reader. Wear these shirts every day. Because I know the reaction I'm getting when I'm wearing these shirts. This right. is when God is Dope first hit the scene. Right. Nobody had ever seen it. And it was like, what is that? I need that. Instantly. So I'm like, wear these shirts wherever you go. I'm going to give y'all 50 shirts. I'm going to tally how many shirts each person got. And sell it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want people to overthink. We're not selling them for 25. We're not selling them for 30. $15. Five, five going to go to you. Five going to go to me. Five going to go back to the, the brand. So we basically business partners. You you 33% in, on, on, you know what I'm saying, on this company. Right. If you do this right and take it serious. Right. They like, all right, we try. Boom. They put the shirts on. I get like three, four, five of them, 50 shirts a piece. They coming back in two, three days. We got to re-up. That shit like work, boy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, come on. I'm giving you some. <laughs> hey. Oh, 
Ain't no they ain't coming back for the crack. They coming back, back for, for the, the base. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so this, this now look, you got five thousand same color. This is uh uh-huh, this twenty five hundred white, twenty five hundred black. Okay, okay. Cool. So you know what I'm saying? We was doing one for fifteen, two for twenty five. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So <laughs> and y'all doing two for twenty five. <laughs> come on, man. Hey, come on. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Hey, man. Don't sell itself. (laughs) Exactly. So, look. So, we, um, boom. So, it's it's, it's percolating. They coming. How long it take to get them off? We got them off probably in like a little under two months. 5,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Them young boys working. Yeah, they were working. working. Because what happened was. We started going to clock and line uh the market. The market Thursday. Yeah, market we went Thursday. to Spelman Market Fridays and it was moving. Yeah, shout out to the market. Man. It ain't what it used to be. But the and you were letting them boys keep five dollars off. Y'all the them, yeah, so they was coming back two fifty every two days. They were, every two, three days. They were eating. And just from college, it's a hustle. Exactly. Like, like, I'm eating. And then you getting clout because you the one with with yeah, the merch. Yeah. Every, I'm talking about we took over the campus. Cause I had a brand before God is dope called Personal that failed. And I know what it's like being on campus when you sell three shirts and you didn't pay forty dollars to be out there. Yeah, I seen personal. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I ain't seen personal. You told me about. Yeah, we so, bringing it back, y'all. Yeah, yeah, we gonna bring it back. We gonna bring it back. Nothing fails. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Nothing fails. <laughs> so we out there, right? And I'm like, you know, we go the first week, and you know, what I'm saying we sell like 150 shirts, 100 to 150 shirts, and I'm like, yo, this this different, this special. We go the next week. We sell another. I'm thinking it's going to be a little slower because everybody already got their shirt. Right. They coming back with the shirt on, waiting in line again, buying shirts for their mama. Come on. Buying man. shirts for their grandma. Come on, slutty vegan of t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. My cousin back in Baltimore need one. Ugh. My cousin back in Cali need one. Ugh. My cousin back in Chicago need one. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, hey, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? So at that moment, I'm like, nah. It, it is some- what I think it is. Boom, I get a call from my man. That was supposed to be my you know what I mean? <laughs> come to the office. His manager, his manager, like come to the office. At this point, we, at this point, we got a billboard up in Atlanta. I, I don't know what hold, I'm doing. Hold on, hold on, so, hold on, hold on, don't breeze over there. So you got a billboard. Yeah, we got a billboard. We put up a billboard. Just I'm thinking like, all right, we put a billboard up. We about to get a lot of money because people gonna come to the. It don't work like that. Billboard is for awareness. Yeah, billboard is it's a validation. Though. Yeah. It like, is. Because if you do a billboard, these niggas get money. Yeah. Cause you, cause we know what you pay. <laughs> you either getting money or you wasting it. <laughs> One or the other. You, and you gotta have it because you're paying. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, cause like, nigga, I'm not about to put this money on, on this billboard right. unless I got a little something. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So okay. we had a little something, something. Uh, that nigga, they're doing the, he doing the so, so deaf strategy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So boom, we get the billboard. I get the call. Come in the office. So, boom, I'm in the office. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little more cocky. You know what I'm saying? Hanging How many shirts you done moved at the time? At that time, it's probably right at the 5,000 mark. But right. this all basically in Atlanta. So, we in the streets. Imagine yeah. 5,000 shirts in the, you know what I'm saying? In yeah. the, not even the metro Atlanta area, but we in the city with yeah. it. So, boom. Somebody going to have it on. Yeah. You, you bumping into that shirt multiple times. So, we in the office. And at the time, his management team, they had just dropped. Uh, um, a product that was that went viral as well, yeah. which was doing better than God is dope, but it was like a seasonal thing. Yeah. If y'all if y'all know, y'all know, but I ain't gonna say no names. We ain't gonna say no names. Okay, okay. Um, so it's, it was a seasonal product at the time that was it did two million in three months, 
And so I'm in the office. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> so. We was in school together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. There you go. All right. So boom, we're in the office. And I'm looking at the, you know, he got the monitor up. And, you know, he's, you know, he's talking. Big talk. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, yeah, you know, this is what we did with this. Every five minutes he refreshing the string, it's another forty thousand in the account, right? You know, we I'm kinda of dope. I think I'm doing something. I ain't doing nowhere near, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking, I'm just like, damn, forty thousand, another twenty thousand, every you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's like, Yeah, refreshing. This, yeah, this is what I see for God is dope in the next twelve months. You know what I'm saying? Let's let bygones be bygones. Da 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 ba ba ba. <laughs> no harm, no foul, right? <laughs> So I'm like, give me my 50. Right, right, right. They want, so I'm like, all right, um, the price of the brick went up. And your life, your life is a series of goddamn risking a deal. Risking a deal on the fucking flex. Hey. The brick up. Hey, the brick up. I know you are who you are. I, know I see you doing a hundred times what, what I'm, I'm already doing. Yeah. But the brick is up. The brick is up because in those two months, I saw what I could do by myself. Right. So I'm like, all right, I need 30%. I mean, I need 500000 for 30%. I need a half a ticket. And niggas looking at me crazy, like, you nigga, what? Nah, nigga, nah, nah, nah. I read, I read the book. Read yeah, the book. yeah, it's in the book. Yeah. Shout out, yeah, five campaigns to change the game. Go get that. We're gonna put the link in there. Come so on. look, he looking at me like, you out your mother, you out your rabbit ass mind. We just, we was, we three months, three months ago, we was at 12.5,000 for 49%. How did it go from that? to a half of a million dollars for 30% in three months. Where your numbers proving that? I'm like, man, that's all up here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, let's go. It's all up here. It's all up here. You know what I'm saying? I said, think about it like this. You just told me you see 10 million for God is open the next 12 months. You you told me that. I didn't say that. You told me that. What's 30% of 10 million? 3 million. You not willing to put up five hundred thousand for three million, or you just do you really see ten million for guys though? Or you just talking? Oh, you just talking. So like we gonna talk, we gonna talk. If you see ten million, and I'm giving you thirty percent of that for five hundred thousand, that's simple math, right? Simple math, right? Exactly. Long story short, they, they told me to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look. look, At this point, I just know what every reaction is, right? Go fuck yourself. This nigga got a series of risking the deal and losing. Losing. Like, hey, he's a gambler, bro. Your headquarters should be in Vegas. But hold on. What did I I say the other day? I said, I want to do some data on entrepreneurs and gamblers. Yeah. Because I have a feeling that a lot of gamblers. (laughs) Are failed entrepreneurs. I'm not, I'm not talking about successful. Like it, it hit right, yeah. But if it didn't, right, you might be a scratch off type nigga. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it's it's got to be this something. Might be, this it's might right. be it, right? Because you bet right. on yourself, exactly. But you felt good about that, though. No, I felt I felt great about it, and you know what I'm saying. I know you did at the time. You know, I was still on the fence about offering 
30% for half a million, but I was like, it's going to change my life today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like, I can't, like, knowing what I know now, I would have never even offered that because I felt like you can get me there and take 30% probably in 24 months, but I could probably get there in 48 months and keep 100%. Yeah. I can I can wait two years, extra two years to keep 100% of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If you're in that position. If you're in that position. A so, lot of people ain't. So. A lot of people ain't. But at the same time, you got to you gotta run to the pain. Because you can't simulate that feeling when you ain't got no motherfucking money in your pocket. You going to be the most creative you can possibly be. Like, I mean, the stuff yeah. that I was coming up with, bro, yeah. when I was there, bro, yeah. it's, there's no way I can simulate that feeling, bro. My back was against the wall. Right. Like, I ain't had nothing but 5,000 shirts and a plan. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm outside every day. I'm like, I'm not missing a day at the schools. I'm setting up at Georgia State on the corner. We Before we could even get in the plaza, I'm selling shirts on the corner. I got a, I got a folding table, 150 shirts, and a picture to promote the shirts. People coming up, man, I'm doing transactions while people getting out their car on the way to school because I didn't do the paperwork and all that. Yeah, to be the vendor. To be yeah. the vendor. So right. I'm like, man, I'm just going to set up out here. So... You cannot simulate that hunger. I be telling people that when they, you know what I'm saying, when they first start in their brand and they get discouraged, I'm like, bro, this is the most exciting time. If you really love the process, if you really love, like, the sport of right. entrepreneurship and getting up and going out and getting it, like, it's like, it's like basketball. It's like football. You know what I'm saying? Apparel-wise, who was in your class? We talk about NBA freshman class. Who was your freshman class of, like, God is dope? Like, who was coming up with you? Other brands. Can I be transparent? Yeah. I ain't see nobody. Mm. I ain't see nobody. I was tunnel vision. Like I was like I was in such a mode. I still don't. I still don't see nobody. I see people. Talk that talk. You know what I'm saying? I see people that, you know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> it ain't no knock toward nobody who's doing their thing. Niggas. It ain't no knock to nobody Man, that's doing it. <laughs> I don't see y'all niggas. Like it ain't no he ain't knock gonna say to this and I'm gonna say that shit. <laughs> It ain't no knock to nobody doing their thing because like I've you know, like shout out to, you know what I'm saying, the homies that's doing their thing. Yeah. But I never saw no like I was so focused on what I was doing, I didn't notice nobody. I could I, I could tell. Let me just be real. I could tell um because I saw that shit. Now insert when I met you, right? So uh -huh. you started in 2015. That's when yeah. the company started. I met you in sixteen. Yeah. So you were a year in, um, you had just opened the store. Yeah. Like it was like the very beginning of this shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And the couch me, was still clean. Yeah, <laughs> the couch was still clean. <laughs> and and then you look like you was having fun with it. Yeah. That's what I tell my team. I tell my y'all correct me if I'm lying. I tell y'all all the time, if it looked like we having fun, that's when you're making money. Yeah. You know what it's I'm saying? It's a byproduct. Yeah. Yeah. And it looked like you was having fun, bro. You were being creative. And I put this on camera. I ain't never put this out to nobody. Y'all, I tried to work for this man. <laughs> like, I literally tried to give everything I am. I seen the brand. And it's like those movies when you see a nigga and you believe in that shit. Yeah. Man, I seen a nigga that nigga said, nah. <laughs> he did not hire me, Damn, bro. Hey, thought I said no. I'm going to tell, tell you. I remember that day. <laughs> but that nigga did not. Listen, this nigga, why you ain't hire me? Like, yeah, first of all, talk know. about it. Talk about Listen, it. Listen, Eldridge. Want to make more money than me. 
Hey, bro, look. <laughs> Hey, hey, I ain't never told nobody this at the show. I ain't never told See? nobody this. Hey, hey, listen. <laughs> hey, look, listen. Look. El just listed all his qualities and what he can do. He look. say, for the small price of $999,000 and 99 cents. I'll say, God. <laughs> hey, look. That's what oh, he was. Man. I was like you, nigga. The price of the, you know, <laughs> the price the, like, no, I'm gonna start where I want to be. Uh, right, right. Man, that nigga, look, this nigga didn't even want to negotiate. Yeah, <laughs> I, cause I ain't want to insult him. Hey. I'm like, you know what? I ain't even finna. Look, like, I, I was thinking he was at least gonna do you like how you did me when I first met you. And I was like, bro, I see spin the five move and put me on. And oh. you were like, look, when we get some opportunities, <laughs> I'm a highlight. <holler> <laughs> hey, look, like, he, he came at me to work. He came with me to work for Spinnerbot. Nigga, we went hiring. Like, nigga, we had some dope ass volunteers. Right. Like, right. niggas just believed in the shit. Yeah. Really, I wasn't, pay, wasn't able to pay Keith until my second company. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, the nigga didn't get paid for this shit. Like, so, <laughs> but I came back. You didn't even come back. And then, I don't, I don't even know if he still work here. <laughs> But when I seen the motherfucker, you hired. I don't even know the nigga. No shade on the nigga. But I said, man, this nigga ain't fucking me. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, man, fuck this brand, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh shit. Hey, hey man. Hey, man. I was like, man, it's man. Sure, I would have hired me, man. Cause really, I I remember. I think did I send you a proposal? I don't know. I mean, you sent me something. But I think the number on that proposal overshadowed the proposal. <laughs> I feel like when I feel like when like brands like this make it, including us with just social media, I feel like those millionaires and those people that you met along the way should just check their email and say mm. and see if they got an email from Elsa Sharad and saying, "Hey, brother, I'm just reaching out. Yeah, no, I see I'm a, you I'm moving. Because I, I guarantee, was, I think it was a proposal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it was a proposal. Because I, th- I remember. I was like, man, because I know me. Like, see, my secret power is, nigga, nigga, I can be a quarterback. Yeah. I can be a point guard. Like, but I'm so good at being a water boy. Like, yeah. I can just play the role. <laughs> so I was like, shit, shit. Shy had it. We always had good energy. Yeah. I'm seeing what the shit going on. Yeah. Like, I remember we, t- nigga, we talked about doing, nigga, we talked about me doing the goddamn gospel, the, uh, the Christian conference. Mm, you remember we yeah, talked about yeah, the comfort? We yeah, were like, yes, yeah. we were about to start taking the brand and doing a whole bunch of offline experiences. Yeah. Like we were talking about doing that Maverick City shit before, before. it was Maverick City, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Man, man, this nigga used to talk for hours, bro. Yeah. He did not have Every time. Me. Every time. <laughs> Every time I pick up that phone, I know it's gonna be an hour and forty five minutes on the phone. So, Ideas. So look. You should now, now my number a little higher now. The brick definitely, <laughs> the price of the brick definitely don't went up. Hey, I, I can't, I can't do nothing but respect it. Hey, but look, <laughs> all you had to do is just be like, nah, bro, this what I got. And I probably, cause nigga, back then too, nigga, I was yeah. broke as fuck. No, but you know, for me, I never want to, um, like you can ask a lot of, you know, a lot, most people, like, um, if I'm if I'm asking them to do something or anything like that, or if they even if they are you know offering something, I want to try to at least meet them as close as possible to where they are because I don't want 
the fact, the reason that them not giving me 110% be, well, man, I asked you for this and you paid me that, so I'm going to give you this. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And, you know, I'm not saying that that's your mentality, but no, I, get it. I, I get just it. never want, I, I want it like, because I want people to be like, I, I want to be able to use, nigga, I gave you what you asked for. Right. I yeah. want to be able to play that card. Okay, don't I say that shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, say that I want shit to be able to play time. that card when time comes and you and you know somebody fucking up. I'm gonna be like, bro, you said you needed this and I gave you what you needed. Like, what about me? Right, 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 right. So now one thing I will say what I love you for, man. Like, you know, why you're always my brother. Cause we stay connected. We, yeah. we ain't never worked. We always just uh, chopped it up. Yeah. And it was always inspiration. Yeah. I like, mean, what you working on now? I yeah. Know this one I'm working on. This on boom, boom. But when I brought you one of my mentees. Yeah. Nah, you, you, yeah. I don't give you enough credit for that. Like G, when you brought me G, he, um, he was our, it was either him or Ivy. One of them was our first intern. I think Ivy was our first intern, right. but G came in and, he, and he, he, he was a monster, bro. Cause I told you, I said, look, cause you know, I got the young wolves now shot. I've been doing this shit for a long time. And, um, <clears throat> I told him, I said, look, I'm about to put you on with my partner. This nigga moving. Yeah. Don't go over here and make me look stupid, nigga. Like, right. Like go hard. Yeah. And he had a passion for this shit. Yeah. So when you put G on, man, you know what I'm saying? You know, didn't pan out how we wanted to pan out, but like, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, bro, you when you did that for me, I like, yeah, this my guy, yeah, this nah, my guy. No, nah, I mean, it's it's both ways, bro, because like you brought me somebody that was solid, and you know what I'm saying, like helped me out, and like I for for a long time, I'm like, man, G, the best thing ever happened to me, yeah, because G would work, wouldn't complain, you know what I'm saying, he would, we would, we was about that distress and shirts, what might take one person three and a half minutes, G doing it in forty five seconds. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, dang, like, where would I be without G? Like, I used to think about that a lot. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, that goddamn L. I'm going to clip this for G. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clip this for him. Yeah, go ahead, clip it for him. Because, like, yeah, G, you know what I'm saying? He was my man, um, you know, for a long time. And, and you know, he, he helped us get to, a, you know, to, you know, the next, to, to the next level, which was, you know, opening up and, um, my first factory, like which was a loft, but yeah, the loft, and that's when we really got close. Yeah, man. All right, can I tell you the truth about that factory? Yeah, nigga, I was homeless then. What? The one with Duce was in? Yes, nigga. That was Duce got there apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Duce and David, y'all know my best friend, nigga. I'm, oh look, I was like, I was like, come on, when David was at the loft, I nigga, yeah, like, that's when we first kind of started. And this is why David is my best friend. <laughs> Like Word. that loft was fine too. I do remember that. But, but wow. we we had the loss, and I can't remember why I'm homeless, but I am homeless. <laughs> right. Like I'm trying to figure out what year was this shit. 2017. You know why? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 I do know. <laughs> I do know why. Uh, so uh, I'm in the process of trying to go into this new spot, and uh, David, like, hey man, you just come now. This is a loft. This is a lot. Right. This, this ain't no two bedroom. It's a studio. This is, yeah, it's a studio. Right, this is a right, studio. right. This is, so David just got me in his, got me in his shit, and you know he be at the shawty house, like yeah. you know, you know how on the movies when they be like, hey, if I put the goddamn tile on my door, don't knock. Right, right. Nigga, imagine coming home to your shit and the ties on the goddamn. Oh <laughs> damn, nigga, I'm bringing more women to goddamn his spot than his ass. Nigga, I remember because I remember I first met you. I thought it was your spot because you was like, I'm throwing this party on the rooftop. No, I guess. 
<laughs> man. Hey. Hey, man. That's just Elgin. <laughs> I'm in this bitch. And then when you got in the law, so that's when we really got cool. Cause yeah. I was like, man, we talking to each other every day. Yeah. And nigga just trying to figure this shit out. That's, like, that's all this shit has ever been. Like, yeah. like figuring it out without giving up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like it and for me it ain't no giving up. Right. Like I don't even know what giving up like is some real extreme kill yourself shit. Yeah. Like in my eyes. <laughs> like like I don't know how to get I can pivot right all day. And people that know me have seen so many pivots, but I never gave up. So right. like, that time fucking with you then was like motivating because I was like it was it was consistency. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was watching your consistent growth. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, you know what? I'm about to lock the fuck in. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to lock the fuck in on some shit. Word. So, um, Keith will tell you, consistency really became like the key root ingredient for everything we doing now. Like, Word. Like, straight up. Literally, it was watching you. It was one, having my old partners who wasn't consistent and shit fucking up. And then watching your shit. Like, cause I used like when you talk about the freshman class, uh-huh. nigga, you started 2015. I started spending five 2016, so <laughs> you was in my class, right? You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, right. what could have happened if I could have been doing this shit from 2016 to 2022? Damn. So, so your ass got they motivated me. I'm like, okay, this would have looked like if you put in this fucking work. Right, was, right, right. So I got my ass up. I said, Dave, I'm I'm moving out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving out. And I started doing my thing. So, hey, hey man, you did, you did that shit for me, for real, for real. Damn, I appreciate that, man. Like, you know, that's, like, what, what more could you ask for but to inspire somebody? You so, know what I'm saying? When did you know this shit was what it is? Like, I mean, you, you bought this camp, this campus in 2020, but, like, when did you know? And and what is it? <laughs> like, because it's, because every time we talk, it's a new layer of shit yeah. that you adding on it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So when did you know this was... When did I know God is dope was what it is? Yeah. And what is God is dope? Um, I knew God is dope was what it is, to be honest, the first week. I knew, you know what I'm saying? The reaction I was getting from people, the reaction I was getting from um, customers after they bought the shirt, the reaction. I, people would, I walked through the airport one day with a hoodie on and had God is dope on the back of it. And three people asked to take a picture with the back of my hoodie. Wow. Like it was a, a mural or something like that. This is when we first started. And, you know, like to this day, you know what I'm saying? Every so often, not as much as it was in the beginning because it's, it's been seen so much. But people still like react a certain way when they see it's just these three words together. It's just an oxymoron. They're not supposed to be together. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're not supposed at least can you grab my uh campaign book out my um conference room? Thank you. Um it's just not supposed to be together. Right. Like God is you know what I'm saying? Like what? Right. So right. it's such an oxymoron and I think when when people first saw it, it was like who whoever started this brand, who they think they is to put God and dope in the same sentence? And a a, a homeless man that I um I used to talk to a lot and give money to, you know, back when we first opened the store. He came to me one day and he said, man, I had a dream last night. God came to me and told me what the dope means and God is dope. And, you know, we talk a lot. You know what I'm saying? I, I give him, you know, 10 $15, $20 every two, three days just 
you know, he'll help out. He might take the garbage out, clean the front of the store. So I listened to him and I talked to him a lot. And he said, man, I didn't think he was going to drop this bomb on me. But I was just like, okay, well, what you got? Because I've heard so many people say, you need to make an uh, acronym of a dope. Mm-hmm. And they'd come up with something like, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> the man said, God is dependable on providing everything. Damn. Damn. God is dependable on providing everything, bro. And I was just like, I've never seen you drop that shit. Huh? Yeah, you, that that shirt. Yeah, yeah. You say you you remember seeing me or you never seen? I me? never seen you drop. Nah, I, I mean I I did I did it I did a shirt and I gave him some of the proceeds. Damn. Yeah, like like he yeah when he dropped that on me, bro. I was like, damn, like, like, that's the realest shit you ever wrote. Damn. So, like, that's yeah, right. man, it's, you know, like, I knew I knew what it was from the standpoint of um, the impact it could potentially have. Because, you know, like you said, it's all about consistency. Because mm-hmm. there's so many people that when they see me or see how good the brand is, they like, man, or how big the brand is, they be like, man, like, you had to win, man. Like, look at the name. God is dope. But I'm like, bro, it ain't. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's ain't, deeper than it's that. It's deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's so many ways and positions I could have put God is dope. Like, it's just, like, I wanted something that was just relatable. You know what I'm saying? And the whole concept is just to keep God in mind at all times. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, if you keeping God in mind, like, what are you going to do? You're going to do the right thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like what would Jesus do? Yeah, that shit went crazy. Yeah. And WWJD yeah, went that crazy. WWJD yeah. was there. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. shit went crazy. Everywhere. Exactly. And this, 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 <laughs> this is the black WWJD. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I didn't even think about it like that. This is definitely the, the culture is. WWJD. Yeah. Cause that was, that was white. Yeah. But, yeah. Let me, let me ask you this. How, how did you, uh, reconcile the, religious spiritual aspect when the god is dope shirts came out and they came at you like are you kirk franklin are you like how did you you know i didn't i mean i don't respond to none of that you know what i'm saying like i like that's the the brand speaks for itself right you know what i'm saying right it's a lot of people that um that feel a way about everything in the world bro you know what i'm saying like and like the way I look at it, man, God is just goodness. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. No matter what religion right. you believe in, no matter who you pray to, like if you keeping God in mind, then like, let's say hypothetically, God don't exist, right? Right. But if if the concept of God keeps you on a on a straight and narrow. What harm is it? Doing? Why not? Why not believe it? You know what I'm saying? And why not follow it? Exactly. Yeah. Just hypothetically, like, but like that's that's just the way I looked at it. And um, yeah, man, it's. Did it, you grow up in the church? I actually grew up in the Kingdom Hall. Mm. Yeah, like my mom was Jehovah's Witness. So we you didn't celebrate your birthday. Well, my oh, mom passed. Side? My mom passed when I was nine. Oh, okay. So um, and my grandfather, which was. He was heavily influenced. Uh, he he was a heavy influence on me. He was Baptist, okay. and he would sit down and we would. I I I didn't really go to church like that, okay. but he would read the Bible to us every night. 
Okay. Like every night. Like I went to church, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he because he would he would it, take us to church. It makes sense though. Yeah, he would read the Bible to us. I just put two and two together. What? Kingdom Hall. Y'all used to knocking on doors, but that's how you were selling out there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, exactly. Hey, look. Y'all used to that grind. <laughs> yeah, we So yeah. slamming the door in your face. Get off my porch. Hey, yeah. like, Feel service. Get all them no's. Feel service, man. Feel service. And that's man. all sales is about, getting that first no. Let me get past these no's. Yeah. Get to these yeses. Yeah, right, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about, like, like you say, never giving up, man. I remember one time I was playing football and... I I got I got hurt for like the first two games, man. I got hurt in practice the day before the first game, and then the second game I got in, they put me in. My first play, I caught the longest pass of the season, like forty yards, right? And I'm like, all right, I'm lit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't I ain't going to Saturday practice. You know what I'm saying? I just caught the longest pass of the season. We mind you, we in we in week two. Price of the brick and <laughs> right, up. right. I ain't going to practice. You know what I'm saying? Saturday practice, man. You 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 looking at Randy Moss? Why why Randy Moss got to come to practice? They bench my ass for the next two three weeks, right? So homecoming or like I think week four or five coming up. I told my dad I'm like, man, I ain't I ain't I ain't playing no more. I'm finna turn my equipment in. And he sat me down. And he gave me a speech that changed my life. He was just like, man, you ain't going to quit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's okay if you don't want to play next year, but you're going to finish what you started. Mm-hmm. And that I carried that through my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No matter no matter what it was. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's the mindset that I have, you know. Um, and I was thinking about it uh, the other day. Um, my nephew, he playing on that same football team I was playing on. Right. And he was telling me like, man, we're doing a fundraiser for these jerseys and we're trying to get them black blacked out for next next year. And I'm like, man, put me in tune with the coach. I you know I ain't got to do no fundraiser. I I fund the jerseys for y'all. So he put me in tune with the coach and you know, they was extra grateful and you know, we talking about designing it and what it's gonna look like, but we're gonna do it. And, you know, they was real grateful and I had to look back on it and I'm like, man, like my father is the greatest man alive, bro. Well, say that shit because that when shit. I tell you, like, I, I'm gonna use this platform to give him his flowers because That's... this man would get up and paint the fields for my pop Warner league and high school for nothing, wow. for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, nobody ever like gave him like nothing for it, and he never looked for nothing for it, and like. Me seeing that coming up is the reason why I feel the way I feel. Why it's like, yeah, it's my duty to give back. You know what I'm saying? So like, me giving, me doing that for them, it ain't because of me. It's because of him. That's okay. So I'm just hoping my nephew see that, and when he, you know, what I'm saying like, I'm, I'm gonna get my flowers from him when he. In, in 15 years, go back and do something for somebody else and continue to do something for somebody else and say, I did that because what my, my uncle, what did, my for uncle did for me and my team when I was in high school. So, like, yeah, man, like my father, bro, he he a special man. I just wanted to say that because I was I was thinking, like, like, like how can I say that for the world to hear? And I'm, I'm going to do it on this platform. Shout out to Pops. Shout out to Pops. <laughs> yeah. I got a question. We, we celebrate the Black Fathers on this. Yeah, we show. love it. That's why I said, Clive, we love that shit. For sure. I got a question. Yeah. Do you feel like your brand has made a impactful culture on 
uh, I mean, impactful, uh, made an impact on like Christian culture yeah. or it just, it was just a name. Yeah, I think it did. I mean, how I can't, I can't, it's like, <laughs> that's, I think that's a question for somebody else, man. Like for, for, to ask me, I, I'm, I hear it a lot. Let me say the, that. The realest thing I seen, who was that? The church. They they were doing worship out there. Yeah, Maverick City. That was Maverick. That was Maverick. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that's when I was like, man, fuck this nigga. You should have hired me. I want to work here. I, 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 I get it. I think I think what it does is, it's a, especially in the city like this, in Atlanta, you walk around and you see a lot of God is dope shirts. So you just, it's a reminder. Yeah. It's a like, yeah, this might be a fucked up city. This might be having a lot of, but that God is dope is like a, it's a, it's like a beacon. You like you're not going to wear it unless you know it's in there somewhere. Yeah. At least that day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know like, what I'm saying? like it's, it's, I got a little of that in me somewhere. Yeah. Like I ain't been to church since. Yeah. yeah. I was like, three. when I see that shirt on somebody, it's like, okay, I can. It, it, he he won't harm me at least because he got some God in it. Yeah, he yeah, got, he got some little. acknowledgement. And yeah. this and this a lot of people that I see on Twitter where they like, man, I can't like I got I want to go to the bar, but I got this God is dope shirt on. Or dang, is is it wrong if I if I hit the blunt in my God is dope shirt? You know what I'm saying? So it's like people are so <laughs> yes. conscious, right? You cannot be a hoe in that shirt, <laughs> exactly. So it's do, like do that do that in them other shirts, <laughs> right? Yeah, take yeah 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 yeah. Turn it inside out. Oh no. <laughs> Nah, I'll cut that out. <laughs> hey, so like, it's like, I know for a fact what it's doing. You know what I'm saying? And I know, you know, we was, we was probably the, one of the earliest brands doing it. And yeah. I see a lot of people, you know, um, that have come, come along and, you know what I'm saying? And, and doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say doing what we doing or trying to copy. They doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all love, especially, the black owned ones, whether they copying, whether they, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's, it's stuff I've seen bar for bar, word for word. And it's like, you're spreading a good message. You know what I'm saying? So. You're spreading a positive message. And it's like, I like my man, Tim, he came, he came, he was just like when I first met Tim and he was like, man, I was talking to a pastor one time. And he said, man, everybody got good. Everybody got good ideas, but it's very rare. You come across a God idea. Mm. And I'm like, mm. damn, like you just, just gonna drop one of them O's and turn it into a God idea? Right. Like, that's crazy. And he like, yeah, a God idea is something that God gives you. That, you know what I'm saying, is part of your purpose. Right. Right. And I'm just like, that that just blew my mind. I'm like, damn, bro, like, yeah, you like, yeah, this was a God idea. So like for me to feel a way about people copying and like, like that like that's I feel like that's a trap for me to come on here and say something about other people spreading a positive message like I look crazy like you know right. what I'm saying like right. cause right. at the end of the day that's what it's about like spreading positivity and love and light and bringing awareness to God and keeping God in mind at all times I love it man I yeah. love it yeah, I like, I like, like I like that you still uh you still got the house Oh, the Airbnb? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just so much stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, that house shit. I was like, man, I, I tell you, man, you can add my team. I was like, man, y'all, we got to have fun. Yeah. Because yeah. we have fun, but we don't show it enough. Yeah. Now, now you, I, you, when you start doing that other content stuff, 
uh, what the video, the music video. Oh uh, man, shout out to my homegirl Danielle. Danielle was in that video, man. I was Which like, one? Which uh, one? the thick, thick one. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> bro. It's so much, bro. It's like, so bro, much. Like, I, like the campaign, bro. Like you are one of the like, Dang. bro. You one of the most create. Like I ain't, I ain't riding. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving flowers. Like I appreciate creatively, that. bro. You different out here. Yeah. That Sherrod can't sing shit had me like, damn, Man. I can be a rapper again. Right. Oh, you was a rapper at one point? <laughs> the hottest. What? what? Gospel you. rapper. Got some tracks. God is dope because my lyrics are dope, bro. Like, nigga, I had a song, nigga, uh, uh, I had a song. Some people Dang. think I'm cocky. Uh, like, the, the song was like, so that's uh, why I hit like that for you. Dig through the crates, yeah. dig through the crates. Yeah, you, nigga. We, we played it on, we played it on the phone. Like, I had a song that said, uh, so that's Even why God bob his head when my music dropped. Ooh, <laughs> bro, like, yo, that's like nah saying when I was 12, I went to hell for snow. Yeah. Hey, bro, like I used to love this shit, bro. And, and let me ask you this, because with all the content, right? Mm. All this happened. It's like a of course, people think it happens overnight, but it doesn't, right? Right. But when did you feel yourself go from doing business to business? Mm. <laughs> that's a good one. Man. Um, in regards to just, I ain't gonna lie, end of 2019, um, once we, once, once we figured out Facebook and Instagram ad manager. Help me. My life changed. Help me. Oh, that ain't, that's, you, you, you helped me. You, like, right, (laughs) like right now, like right now, you helped me with. The person you introduced me to, Harriet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm proud of it. Because, like, that's another, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. love her. Yeah. Shout out to Harriet, man. Accelerated, you know what I'm Accelerated saying? Accelerated X. X. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Harriet, man. She she a game changer. She a genius. Uh, um, I'm glad you're still working with her. unsung hero. Like, I make great referrals. You man. do. You do. That's 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 something that, um, yeah, it's not talked about enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's a black woman. She's a genius and she got great ideas and she understands psychology. She understands like how to press them buttons. And you know what I'm saying? I was a little skeptical at first when you first introduced me to her because we was, we was, you know what I'm saying? On the rise and you know, like data is everything. You know what I'm saying? I was just trying to keep as much data as close to me as possible. But I, you know, I finally gave in and talking to her, um, I just realized, like, yo, she know she she know her shit. Can you talk numbers? Yeah, we can talk numbers. Let's talk numbers. Like, yeah, when when you when you start doing business, mm-hmm. what we hit? Like, like we did like we did three mil, and um, we did three million in in May of twenty three million in May of twenty 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 twenty, and that's when I was like, that's when I was like. Now this is this you know like now, now keep in mind you know I don't want nobody running up in here. We, we do like we we um this this a ministry we buy <laughs> we buy we buy low and sell low. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about um think of the, this profit the, margin the we got the ten dollar shirt the nine dollar shirt yeah, yeah 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 we sell it yeah we selling nick bags and dime bags you know what I'm saying five ninety nine ten ninety nine like we ain't even Bro, it's 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 so much. It's like 
This need to like, bro. Look, this need to be a podcast. Me and you, we need to do a series because there's so much information. Nigga, and I'm we down. already been talking for a long time because I had to tell my story. But it's so much information. I'm down to do that. Okay, can we do a special? Let's do a series. three part. Can we just do a special series? Like, yeah, we I'm, can do that. I'm down to do that. We shit. can do that because that book, y'all, I need y'all to get it. <laughs> yeah, man. This five campaigns that changed the game. I don't know. Yeah. What my camera? That's your camera. That's your camera. That's your camera right there. Oh, that's your camera. Yo, that one right there. That's your camera. I bet. So five campaigns that changed the game, man. It just talks about all of the campaigns that we did and created, you know what I'm saying, to get to the point where we are now from the April Fools going out of business uh, to the um, international free T-shirt day that didn't exist until we did it. Like, it's just so much stuff on here that, like, and you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, like that's like yeah, like May of 2020, when we when we did that in a 5,000 square foot factory, it's like 3.2, and I was just like, all right, let's go, you know what I'm saying? Like that's when I knew, that's when I knew, that's when I knew for sure. I'm like, nah, I can't, like this, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't no, I'm not playing. Yeah, you different. Yeah, you different because you know you don't like you know you know you you think you know, but then when you start doing that type of stuff, you then know, you bought this. Then I bought six this. months later. Yeah, I, I bought this six months later with um with <laughs> yeah, I bought this cash the whole campus. Yeah, man, I'm gonna let y'all know, man. We we're we're we. we this in the middle of the hood. Yeah. Like this, he, he moved to Roswell. Nah. He moved to Alpharetta. We in the city. We in the city. Like in the middle of the, my partner, them songs. Yeah. We got the bitty back bracket. <laughs> like <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah. And, and it mean a lot to me to be in here because the relationships that we, um, forming and you know what I'm saying? The community, like we haven't even tapped into like, 1% of what we plan to do, you know what I'm saying, within the community and for the community. So, um, I'm just excited for you. You gonna hire me for that? Yeah, we talked about that. That's <laughs> one thing we talked about. And that's one thing I could see you flourishing in, like going crazy. I'm your guy. Yeah, yeah. No, we talked about that. We talked about that. Yeah. Like, hey, look, I remember, um, community shit real. <laughs> I think I remember we was in, uh, that MPU meeting. Man. Now, MPU, we go crazy. I was about to say, now, you over here, you into that meeting? Shout out to Miss Ridley, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Shout, shout out to Miss Ridley. Shout, shout out to, shout out to David Holder. Yeah, David Holder, yeah. all the cats, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm in the MPU meeting, and, you know, thing they weary of is big business. Yeah. So, yeah. This, this young fly nigga coming to meeting. Yeah. Talking about buying this whole, hold on, you bought all the buildings? Right, right. What you about to be doing? You about to be doing them parties? Yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and I just remember. You spoke up I, for me. I was honored. Yeah. They were trying not to approve that shit. Yeah. And I was honored to speak up. Like, nah, not only do I know this man, this man, every time I ever send a young person to him, he don't get a young person a job. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, like in that moment, I was like, dang, this is what it feel like when we talk about support black business. Yeah. And when black businesses grow, this is what it looks like. So like, yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah. Nah. Mm -hmm. That was not just black business, bro. This is what community activism look like. This is what mm -hmm. politics look like. This mm -hmm. is when 
You don't know who's approving and not approving. You want to know why your business couldn't get open. Yeah. Cause they had a whole meeting about you and you didn't even know you didn't have an advocate in it. <laughs> yeah. You had nobody in there to speak up for you. Yeah. And they shut your stuff down. Right. So like, this is like a microcosm of like how big this thing could really be in the city. Yeah. And, know? and, and having, and having something this big in the, in the, in the middle of Atlanta, it just showed me like, it opened my eyes to a lot of stuff because I'm ignorant to a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, like, this whole seven years of running God's Dope has been trial and error. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me yeah. making mistakes and learning from my mistakes and then getting better as I go. So, like, when I built the containers across the street, I didn't ask permission. Right now, I'm asking for forgiveness. But in the moment, I'm just ignorant. I'm like, this is my land, this is my property. Like, why I can't build. The serious towel on this one, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they should have let you know too. Well, that's 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 my job to, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I I'm I'm never gonna point the finger at anybody that's, you know, it's it's, it's my yeah, I you the box, you the box, yeah, leadership, yeah, leadership. the buck stop with me, yeah. So I'm like, no matter what, if something go wrong, it's on me. I can I can do I can try my I can try my best to be like, dang, well you should have, nah, it's 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 me, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So. Right now, we're in the process of getting the zoning and everything together. But, you know, us being in Atlanta, I can't see them not approving the plans that I have, you know what I'm saying, for the uh, marketplace, especially what it's going to do for black-owned businesses, man. So go there. I know we're getting ready to wrap up, man, but where's where's God is dope-headed? Talk to us about the future. Content. Okay. Content on content on content. Um, we trying to do. If you uh, need a media crew, you know. I, I, oh I know, yeah, I know some cats. Yeah, I know you. I know you know. Yeah, yeah. I know you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, yeah, we gonna definitely collab on that. Yeah, yeah. Like, we gonna we gonna we me and me and you, bro. We got a lot. We got a lot to do, man. And it's like, as long as we've known each other, we ain't scratched the surface. That's what makes it so interesting that we just getting started. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like for you to have this platform, and I appreciate you, you know, um, letting me come on here and talk because this is the first podcast I've ever did that wasn't my own. Yeah, and I told you that, and it's like just being here is giving me confidence to say, all right, you know, because I've turned down. I ain't gonna say no names because I don't want you know it to be the headline or whatever. But I've turned down a lot of popping podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Like when it came to man, I want you know. Stuff that could have took my personal brand to a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, nah, because I want to control the content. Not saying, and they close friends and I, I trust them, but it's just like, nah, let me, you know, I'm going to, the reason I decided to do this, man, because I feel like I got a personal, I got a more personal relationship with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I can pick up the phone. If it's something going on, you know what I'm saying with, with you know within the media or whatever, where I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't want that up because it's 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 a it's not a podcast that I did, but it's an interview or two out. I'm like, damn, I wish I wouldn't have did that, but I don't even know who to call to be like, yo, mm, okay. shelve it. You know got what I'm saying? Got you, got you, got you. So like, yeah, this is you know like, and it's just like, it's great. You know what I'm saying? Like just hearing myself and feeling myself. Because sometimes I get on stage, yeah. and I know what I'm finna say. And I get up there and I go blank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I go blank, bro. Especially like when I'm around people I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we do this regardless with the mics, with the cameras. Right, like, right. We probably, we probably got a better podcast episode that wasn't even filmed. 
Nigga. You know what I'm saying? I know we do. I know we do, right? I know we do. So it's like, you know, so I'm just like, cool. I'm just going to get on here. We're going to do what we do anyway. Yeah. So like, man, there's just so much information. So you, content, you about to just take it over. Yeah, we about to go crazy with content. Um, We about to go crazy, right? Like, we haven't done any commercials. We've done, all of our stuff has been salesy. Yeah, it's a little skits. You know, like, yeah. Uh, it's about to sell out. Did you get to sell out skit? Yeah, I seen. And that, that was and that was a that was a great skit. But yeah. we haven't done anything that went in the direction of how Nike makes you feel when you watch that commercial. Mm, like that little fat kid that was running. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah. is God is dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like why we ain't doing that? Yeah. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. That's that's fun inside to hear about. Yeah. That's fun inside community wise. What's your goals for this community specific? Man, I just I want to I want to give back. I want to I, I want to start a, a a class, man. You know what I'm saying for students or for kids in the neighborhood that want to do anything entrepreneurial wise. You know what I'm saying. I want to do a free class. Let them come in here. Um, and you know this is something that you know if if, if you down to do. You know what I'm saying I would love to do that with you. No, we talk about this. Right. Well, we can they can come in and we just get different people every week and just teach them stuff and like you know hopefully it can get. To the point where it's certified, where it's like, man, no, nah, you graduated from the school of the case study agency or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like validated where people be like, oh, no, you, Sherrod was your professor? Or, you know what I'm saying? That's dope. And just give them a chance to talk to somebody because exposure is one thing that you can't put a price on. It's true. When you're exposed to something outside of your element, and that's one thing, another thing my father did, you know what I'm saying? He took me, you know, out of my element and brought me you know what i'm saying to the suburbs and you know i don't know where i would be you know what i'm saying had i not grew up in the environment that i grew up in sure yeah your dad is dope yeah man yeah i can't <laughs> say it enough yeah <laughs> mine is too man. That's, right that's what we love. like i said we love that black man yeah and we love when we see brothers giving it up to their dads yeah you know what i'm saying oh, and, and, and everything that i do for my son he over exaggerate like the applause you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you, you realize that, like you know, it could be the smallest thing, and he over exaggerating. Like, man, I'm, I'm, I, I saw what you did, or I'm glad you did that. I mean, and I'm just like, it was, just, I, I just picked him up from school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he over exaggerate all of the small <laughs> stuff that I do for him, just to like, kind of like let me, like, it's just like, like how Gary V said when he opened the door, um, for a lady when he was three years old, his mom went crazy, and it's just like, damn, I get that type of reaction for opening the door for a lady. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like the small stuff. He, I, I think he tra he just training me like, yeah, like it, it's the small stuff that matter. Not the, you know, the, the $3,000 Christmas gift you get him. Right. It's being there. Right. Yeah. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like just the little stuff that's yeah. like, like, dang, I ain't, you know, I'm supposed to do that. But when you think shit. about it, it's a lot of motherfuckers that ain't. It ain't. But <laughs> it's the small things that matter too. Exactly. It's the small things that matter. Exactly. What advice can you give, man, specifically to those that's trying to get in this space, right? Uh-huh. They, they see where God is dope is, and they about to start. I mean, and the industry is obviously different than when you started because uh -huh. now, you know, everybody got a press machine. Everybody <laughs> got a brand. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they out here now. Yeah. She, nigga, I, I felt good when I set up my little foam machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm killing this shit. <laughs> I'm about to be killing these bitches. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a feeling, but the advice that look, I would give. Did we do good on the hat and the shirt? How does yeah, it look? Look, 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 look. Oh, <laughs> oh snap. Okay. <laughs> no, I seen that. I seen that. I seen that. And I'm like, all right. I like that. I like, I like. Yeah, it's, it's you. That's you. It's me. Yeah, it's, it's well thought out. I like the. I like that. I, I like did that with two minutes before we came. Don't judge me on that. <laughs> I just need him in uniform. No, it looked good, man. I like how. I like how it's. I don't. I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but just the the aesthetic of it, like where it's got the big logo and then the words, you know, all all left aligned. You know what I'm saying? Like, I. I I see it. Hey man, you know. You know what I'm saying? It took a little trial and error. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't look good in the box. <laughs> right, right. That's the thing. That's the we, thing. We, we had to open up a little Adobe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah. Get something working, you know. What I mean? Yeah, you got it right. But what's your advice, man? What's your advice? To My advice on? to people that's starting out, man. Fuck the money. Hmm. Don't worry about the money. That's harsh, right? I, I I get it. I get it, man. But it's like it's so many people. That focus on the money and still don't even make the money. They focusing on the money and ain't making no money because it's like they they so focus on the money instead of getting the brand out. So you finna you mean to tell me you finna go five years making no money because your prices is too high and you think man I deserve this or I deserve that, and either your price is too high or your brand suck but you will never know because your price is too high. So my advice to people starting out that you ain't make you ain't making no money. Why not get the brand out? And if you, and if in the process of getting your brand out, selling it for $5 or giving it away, and you realize you can't get this shit away, it's time to go back to the drawing board. So I would rather find Ooh. out. I would rather find out. That's good. If I got a product. That's a gym. That's a, that's a gym. That's going to save you a lot of time, energy, and money. I would rather find out if I have a good product within the first three months opposed to the first three years because it could be the price is too high or the brand could be bad if you're selling your shirts for $40. Does that same thing work for services? Yeah. I think it works across the board in business in general because the same thing with the situation I went on tour. They gave me a number. I felt like I was worth more. I went three months proving myself and I came back to the drawing board and negotiated a higher, you know what I'm saying? A higher salary and I got it based off what I approve. So, you know what I'm so, saying? Like, so, you know, that, that notion, you know, everybody be like, man, fuck that. I ain't doing no more free work. I'm done with that free work shit. So you don't, you don't agree with that notion. You, ne- you don't have to do free work for a long time if you're good at it. Hmm. Think about shit. it. Say that shit one more time. Man. Think about it. Obviously, <laughs> you ain't that good. If you still doing free work five years later, switch professions or, or you know what I'm saying, get back in the gym. All right. So when do you know? When do you know that, like, when do you know that Dang, it's just not enough time. I haven't been doing it long enough, or nigga, I need to quit or I need to pivot. Because everybody not no entrepreneur, right? Yeah, it, yeah, everybody know. He just said it. Like if it ain't for you, it ain't for you. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when, when when do you know? Yeah, there's some signs. I think when when you know is when like when it comes to a service, if you can be replaced. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're doing something for somebody, like my biggest thing was like adding value wherever I go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's certain people in my company that I can't replace no matter what. They can demand whatever they want and I'm going to give it to them. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying? Sheesh. Like so if. I should have asked this nigga to work for free. 
I should have worked for free. Yeah. That's what you, that's what you fucked up at. (laughs) No, facts. Facts. You should have told me. Man, look, I can't can't tell you. I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. (laughs) Nah, I ain't gonna lie. We probably would have been friends. (laughs) We probably, by that time, I'm like, man, fuck. No, but like, that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Going somewhere, adding value for nothing, improving yourself, and then renegotiating to get the bag. That's, that's the, I do want to say something though. Hold on. I do want to say something though. Cause I, I tried that method. Uh-huh. I came to this man and I said, let me shoot your documentary for free. Uh huh. I said, you yeah, look, we need the Sharad <laughs> baby documentary. I said, I'm sure. Look, didn't I prep y'all? Didn't I tell you? I said, y'all nigga don't work. We get right. revoke all weekend. Right. Right. I like matter of fact. I need a better lens. I need a better <laughs> mic. I went and bought new mics. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That revolt week was lit. Like, I wish, you know what? If they come back next year, listen, nah, for real. If they come back next year, I'm gonna do every, like, cause, you know, I had just get, I had just finished the book and I'm just like, uh, if they come back next year, we, it's like, we're gonna start it then. I told you. Yeah, Diddy ain't even show up. So next year is gonna really be lit. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Man, we about to get up out of here, man. Uh, any last words you want to give, bro? Any last words? Man, I just, I just want to shout out my son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Rado. Rallo. Yeah, Rado. Rado. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people call him Rallo <laughs> from the Cleveland show. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> that's what I thought it was. Like, right, right. Cool, cool name. No, but yeah, no, that, that's, that's my pride and joy, man. If it wasn't for him, man, I don't think I go through a lot of, you know, things as an entrepreneur. You know, where I question like my um, I question what's when I, what's the word I'm looking for? I question my um, my purpose, and I question my uh, purpose a lot, mm-hmm. and just thinking about him, you know what I'm saying? Like it put it put a lot of stuff in perspective for me. Yeah, it put a lot of stuff in perspective. Like, I just want to, I want to be able to leave him something more than what I was, what I had. You know what I'm saying? When I, when I was, when I graduated high school and things like that. Right. So that's my whole, that's my whole purpose. That's my why. Right on. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, man. It was so playing seeing him fall asleep at courtside. Oh, man. <laughs> man Yo, that was player, bro. Like, Yo, what, what kid can say that? What kid can say I took a nap court side of the Golden State? I'm trying to figure out how you got him to take a nap, bro. My son did not go down. That man. boy was two years old. He would not go to sleep. You know what? He was so tired because we had flu in that morning. We went to the whole – I, I wasn't even thinking. I, I should have, like, told him to go to sleep before the game. But he was, he was in there. He was like this. But he was I'm so like, hyped on the way in. He talking junk to the player. Yeah, he, he diving up Draymond. <laughs> Look, I said that shit. I was like, man, this shit right here, though. Man, bro. And then I took my dad uh, the next week to the Celtics in Milwaukee game. And we sat courtside. And I was just like, that was like, that was, for, for me, that was everything. The look on his face, the, the, the two hour, the hour and a half trip we drove to Milwaukee. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Wow. Talking and just, you know what I'm saying? Because that's another story. Like me, like, me and my dad, that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother podcast, just the story of me and him. Wow. So, um, just talking to him, spending that time with him, taking him, cause he, I don't think he realized we was really on the court. Court, yeah, right. And we's like, he, 
You know what I'm saying? He's about to get up and, and go to the restroom, walking on the Yeah, yeah, he's walking on the court. <laughs> and, you know, people, you know, the, the, the people looking at us, like, where your tickets at? Like, we, you know, on the court. He's like, oh, we right. I'm like, yeah. And, and, you know, he watched the game on TV all the time, so he's seeing Giannis, and he's just like. I ain't going to lie. Like, if you never sat court, I sat court side one time before in my life. Yeah. Once I'm going to take you to the Oscars game this year. Come on, man. Shit, my nigga. I just said it. My nigga. Yeah, we're going to if you, yeah. We're gonna, go. we gonna uh, clip that. Ain't clip yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, look, I ain't gonna lie. I have not been back to a horse game since I sat Corsa. It, it's, it, it can't. You, you can't, can't. Yeah. You can't. I can't even sit one row back. That's why. No, I'm, you yeah. can't, bro. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm just telling y'all, it's, it's different. different. Yeah. It's different, dog. Different. Niggas be offering me tickets. I'm good. Yeah. Why? <laughs> like, yeah. It's, like, I'm not poor. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's poor people in here, y'all. Like, <laughs> man, <Nah>. bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's the, that's, that was, that's a, that's a, that's a flex. Like, I don't, I don't post, you know, the cars like that. And I ain't, I ain't got no crazy crib and nothing like that. But it's like, the experiences. Like, the experiences. Like anybody tell you about it, my family, anybody know me. Yeah. My, my money goes to experiences for my family. Like my dad turned 50 this year, 60, and uh, threw him a, a party at my house. You know, my dad ain't never had a party. Wow. So it was just cool throwing him a party, right? And right. then the next day, me and my siblings fly him to Mexico. Like the just just my siblings and my dad and That's, we didn't even rent a car, man. We 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 riding mopeds. Yeah, all of us got a moped, four wheelers riding through Mexico. Like, no, nah, that shit was priceless for me. Word. I mean, I get up every day and do what I do just so I can do more of that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? My sister just turned thirty. Just did her a party. Ain't that crazy, man? When you able to like do stuff for your family, man? Oh, uh, that's the best feeling in the world. It make it's the reason why you can stay up to four. Yeah. Five, Get your ass right back up and go to work again, cause you're trying to do this for that, man. Yeah, yeah. So any anytime I'm I'm you know going through something where I feel like damn giving like giving up and all that stuff, man. I just think about you know like the smiles on my family faces when I can you know get them a job, or I can send them, you know what I'm saying money, you know for prom or money, you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. for rent or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It's just like. And I'm glad I'm that person. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't look at it like, why everybody want to know me? I want to be that person. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, me put too. the weight on me. Like, let's, I love that shit. Yeah. Like, put that. the pressure on me. Let's get it. I, I work out for this shit. Yeah. That's, that's the, this is the mama mentality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. man. We've been in here. I could do this shit. I mean, this shit like our conversations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This shit like our conversation. Thank you, dog. No problem, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for being, uh, consistent inspiration in my life consistent friend consistent yeah. sounding board nigga i call yeah. you a little ear, man just think about this shit think about this right shit. right man just thank you man and thank you for what we about to do because we ain't even right mapped our shit out yet but right. i know for us to stay as connected as consistently have we stayed connected we didn't go to school together we didn't grow up together yeah we literally randomly bumped in each other <laughs> yeah on the street you know what i'm saying yeah that shit mean a lot for right. me because relationships is everything for me right. so appreciate you brother man uh thank you for this interview y'all this is the first exclusive interview with Shirai founder ceo of god is dope uh we say this every week man we love y'all we need y'all but most importantly we can't wait to see y'all next week thank you for tuning in to another episode of the jess eldridge podcast <laughs>
City with T.I. Outcast and Uwe. Everybody know about Atlanta. It's just a Gucci. Everybody know about the scammers, about the trappers. I'm what we living now. It's just that lifestyle. Turn on my podcast. I'm trying to hit it real now. Yeah, perspective. We on to keep it real now. Every day we on the grind. Sometimes it's hard to tune out the outside. Yeah, real things, you know we gon' last, yeah. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.